Blog Talk Radio. If your killer instincts are not clean and strong, you will hesitate at the moment of truth. You will not kill. You will become dead, Marine. And then you will be in a world of shit. Because Marines are not allowed to die without permission. Do you maggots understand? Sir! Yes, sir. Tonight, your kids will sleep with your rifle. You will give your rifle a girl's name. Because this is the only pussy you people are going to get. Your days of finger-banging old Mary Jane Rottencrotch through her pretty pink panties are over. You're married to this piece, this weapon of iron and wood, and you will be faithful. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Samuel Adams, First Chief Justice John Jay. Names synonymous with the spirit of our country. Founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I hear the voices of our founding fathers plead, you need God in America again. All right, Joseph Gibson, podcasting here. Little information, infomercial tonight, I guess. I like to do these sometimes. Take back, kick back from the sounds of echoes of confusion and of non-solutions that we have here in America. But we got the 4th of July coming up real soon, and we're supposed to be celebrating our independence. And we know we are not independent. We are not free. We are living in bondage today. Yes, you have the illusion that you're free, and that's what they make us think, and that's what you feel. But in reality, you're not really free. Freedom, tell me, what is freedom to you? Do you really believe that you're free? Do you believe that you could walk out your front door and do whatever you want to do? You have restrictions. You have rules. And you have to play by the game. And that game, and you have to have money. And if you don't have any money, you don't get to enjoy the perks of freedom, the illusion of freedom, that is. If you don't have any money, you can't drive a car. You can't travel. You can't go into places of business and walk around and, and, and have the nice things that they make and create from other people's money. You can't enjoy watching a movie without money because you have to buy a TV or you have to go into a cinema and pay. You have to have money. Money. You have to have a bartering system that's controlled by a few. Groups that figured it out many, many years ago and got people hooked like a drug onto money. We all want money. We love money. We gotta have it. Money means power and control, right? That's what you want. We have to have it. I mean, after all, everything just can't be free. I mean, if everything was free, 
then what would we do? Nobody would want to work, right? I mean, do you think that's true that no everyone would just want to lay around? How many people do you know in your life? Now, you know there's lazy people in life, sure. But even the laziest of the laziest have to do something. Otherwise, they go bored and they get crazy and they go nuts. I mean, if they lay in bed all day, every day, then they're invalid. They probably don't can't, can't do anything anyway. But 98, 99% of us have to do something. We would want to do something. But we can't do what we want, though, because we have people that make the rules. And they tell us what we can do, and they allow us what we can do. Or they say we're not qualified, or we're qualified to do what we want to do. Right? Is that freedom? Okay? Look, sit back and think about it. Are you really free? When the founders established this new world that we live in, the land of the free, the opportunity, the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Are you really able to pursue your happiness? Some of you find happiness in a corner someplace or down the road or someplace that you didn't think it was. But is that really happiness? Or are you just content with what you have? Or are you temporarily happy with what you have, knowing that that you're not going to get any better? Or that that's all you're going to get. Or guess what? I've scored and I need to be happy because I'm better than my neighbor. Ha, 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 ha. Right? That's, that's of course, an, uh, a sick, perverted way of being dominant over your fellow man. But we don't think of it that way. We think of it as competition. Right? Tell me something. If you are able to have time enough to sit back and sit down and think about what being free is really all about. You may become depressed at the end of that thought, that thinking process, because you're going to realize you are not free. You are far from free. You're a slave. And people own you. The system owns you. And if you don't do what the system dictates to you and how it should be played, whether or not the masses agree with it or not, you will be put someplace to be controlled like a prison or a jail or a group or someplace, somewhere, you will be told what to do. Now, we create our own little tribal units of control, gangs, clubs, private clubs, you know, social gatherings. Those are all another form of control. You're just in with other people that believe the same form of control, believe in the same form of control that you do, you see. So again, sit back. Are you really free? No, you are not free. Let's read this document here real quick. It's about, oh, eight minutes long. And uh, I'll have a professional reader here read it for you because we have to try to keep everybody entertained as long as possible. But let's take a look and listen to this. By every act which may have In Congress, July 4, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. 
when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly, reposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migration hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his essential laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone 
for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislators. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending our own legislators and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us, and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injuries. A prince, whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attention to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, in general Congress, assembled 
appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do, in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. document right there is, I mean, I don't know if any words confused anybody. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I can't see anything confusing about those words at all. I mean, they're pretty self-evident. And if you look around and you take a look around at what we're looking at around us and how we're living, I would say that that document is not being fulfilled or honored or lived by by the people of this great republic. I would say we have lost our way. Again, again, I will say this again. Are you truly free and independent to pursue, to pursue life, liberty, pursue happiness? No, no. No, you are not. You are a slave. Okay? You may think you're free. They give you the illusion that you are free, and that illusion is very, very double-crossing and sometimes stumps people, and that's why people get twisted and they don't understand why things are happening to them. And they don't get it why they're in the situations they're in. And they can't find answers no matter how hard they try and work at trying to be free and live up to this document and follow the Constitution because we're not free in reality. In reality. Let me tell you something. If you don't abide by the rules and the policies and procedures that are all unconstitutional, by the way, if you don't comply and play by their game, you will be kidnapped abducted, placed into an environment where you can be controlled. And they're usually called jails, county jails, prisons, institutions, 
homes, halfway houses, places of such. And there are many of them across this great land and around the world today. Okay? You must have money. You must have money to barter with. Otherwise, you are useless in society. You cannot be free. You cannot. You cannot travel without having money. You cannot watch a movie without having money. You can't go to a theater. You can't walk into a shop or a store and exchange goods and services without having a form of money that is accepted for pay legally, legally. It's illegal for you to take something and trade it, you know. You do understand that, right? You do, especially if you don't report it to the IRS. You know that, don't you? It is illegal for you to conduct private sales. Yes, it is. It is. Look it up. Yes, you're allowed to do it. You get away with it because nobody does, you know, nobody's going to do anything. But technically, technically, that's why some people get jammed. That's why a five-year-old little girl gets arrested or gets a ticket, a citation, for opening a lemonade stand because you're not allowed to. You have no constitutional rights. You have zero. You are not free. And unless you got all kinds of money, you're not free. Okay? And you can buy your way out. Fact. Fact. I'm not speaking opinions. I'm not making complaints. I'm just giving you facts. All right? And that's the way it is. Jack. All right? It's going to be, Jack, until the people come together with solutions and stop it. Stop it. I don't care by any means necessary. You have to do it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What you do and how you do things is your decision. How you try to obtain your rights that are God-given, that is your decision, not mine. I can't tell you what to do. I don't profess to tell you what to do. And I sure as hell am not going to help you do what you're going to do because I don't know you. I'm not going to pledge my life, my fortunes, and my sacred honor to somebody I don't know. Because all I know is, for all I know, you could be all a bunch of double-crossers. Now, people I do know, people that I am in contact with, people that are willing to go that mile, which are very few far in between, we can talk. We won't talk on a podcast. I'm not saying anything. You can read into it all you want. I don't care. You can come up with your own little ideas, and your imaginations can run wild with Hollywood dreams. I don't care. Fact being is, is we're in trouble. You're in trouble. And you can make jokes out of it. You can debate it. You can argue about semantics. You can be anal, retentive, and pertussive about everything I say and twist it around and mock me. Or you can mock each other. But the bottom line is, in reality, in reality... When this phone gets hung up or when we're off this show or tomorrow morning or whatever you're doing in your life, you are not free. You are a slave. And you will do what is required of you, the guidelines that are set forth by the powers to be, the invisible ghost, whoever you want to call it, the government, your sheriff, the police officer, the mayor, Whatever, your boss, whoever you want to call, whatever title you want to give them of nobility, whatever you want to give them, you will comply. 
And if you don't, how big ever a wave you make, the tide will come back and hit you. And there'll be repercussions. And again, they will place you in a place where you will be controlled. You will. You could stay on your little property at home. You could stay there and hide for only so long. Because if you don't have money, they will turn off the electricity. They will come for the tax collector man will seize your property if you don't pay your rent to the king. Whether or not you own your property or not, you must pay a rent. It's called a property tax. You will pay it or they will come take you and your property. Okay? And you're not going to travel anywhere. You will not travel anywhere. And especially in an automobile or a bicycle or whatever, unless you have the proper permission slips to do it. They call them licenses. And in those requirements of that licenses, they better be registered that product that you're using, whatever it may be. And you better make sure you have what's required of insurance by that state and that ordinance or whatever they have that says you must have. If you don't, they have people in uniforms that will engage you. They will slap you on the hand first, maybe twice, who knows. Depends wherever you're at. And they will take down your information. You will identify yourself because you must carry around an identification card that tells you who you are. And they will abstract from you that card. If you don't want to give it to them, it doesn't matter. They will take it from you. They have the means to do it. And they will tell you you're wrong for not having this and this and that to to do your permission slips. And if you think you're free, you're not. And you can argue with them all day long. I have a right to travel. I have a right to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Code 64, statute of this, statute of that, right? Transportation Act 67, 69, but whatever you want to say. That guy in the uniform is not listening because he don't care. Because he's got a boss. And he's got somebody right now that signs his paycheck, and he has to have his paycheck. Then he's not going to give up that paycheck for you, no matter how right or how much he may like what you're doing or support you. You will comply. Okay? So when you vote again for your misleaders, remember... They're not going to change all this. They're not, unless they're talking along the lines like I'm talking. Restoring our republic, bringing back freedom, and understanding the times in which we live today. We need a complete overhaul. Turn the lights off, lock the doors, go home, start all over. Let's go. You could start, a good start would be to vote every incumbent out of office that comes up for election in your municipality elections, whatever election you want. Every single election that comes around, you need to vote a no confidence or something unless you have a candidate that is preaching like I'm preaching, restoring our republic for which it was intended and which ways it was supposed to be. If they are not, I don't care what they say. I don't care how kind the message is. I don't care how it tickles your ears. I don't care how God-fearing they are. If they're not talking like I'm talking right now, then you need to vote them out of office. If you can, 
if you can. Most elections are rigged around the country now, so you won't be able to unless it's an overwhelming superior number that they cannot, cannot, without a doubt, hide. And even then, they're getting away with it, okay? So that's easy. This is what you're up against. They've got the National Guard. They've got the boys in uniform. They've got everything ready. You will not uprise. You will not break away. You will not dissolve your bands from these people of contract. You will not. Back to hiding. You can hide on your property for only so long. So they'll come get you. They'll track you down. If you got kids, forget about it. They need to be in school. You need to be telling you. Listen, there are so many conscious strings of this octopus and spider webs that's so tangled right now, you cannot get out of it. It is very difficult. You will not break away. You won't. They will find you. They have ways to identify you now. If you've got any type of credit cards, any type of driver's license, most of them have scannable barcodes or tracking uh, chips in them. They will find you. How do you think they find all the cop killers so fast for? Because they have the technology. They have a barcode in your underwear. They can track you down. Okay? That technology is not used for crimes when somebody breaks in and steals your TV set. No. That's only for big people that kill big, big people. You know, the system. All right? And I'm not telling anybody to go out and hurt anybody. Like I, like I originally said, I'm not telling anyone what to do. I'm just telling you what's going on right now. That's all. You decide. Because you, everyone has to make that decision. Don't tell me you love God and you worship God and you ho-hum-hum-hum, hum, bless Jesus, amen, and then you're out there spending money at the bank or, or at a credit card company that helps fund the murder of babies. Tell me you're a Christian, okay, when you're paying the power company to suppress another person. Don't tell me you're a Christian when you're helping pay for organ harvesting and child kidnapping. Don't tell me. Stop it. Stop it. God is very angry with you. He's not listening to your prayers because you are full of sin. All of you. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed of yourselves. Don't know what else to say. I just don't know how else to say it or which whatever way to say it. But you should be ashamed. Oh. Do I hate my country? No. I don't hate my country. I love my land, and I love the people in it. But I can't stand ignorance and sin and corruption. That's what I can't stand. What do we got out there here? Let's see here. What do we got here? Let's see. I got a couple other things to play here. This is education time, folks. Education time. Oh, I mean, what else can I, I just don't know what else I could do for you, man. Let's play a little bit of this real quick, and then uh, we'll get to, like I said, anybody wants to call in, you can, but I don't have too many on the line here tonight, thank goodness. All right, I'm just going to keep it low tonight with the callers, but uh, but anybody who does, you're more than welcome to. Let's play this one here first. He's the T-Rex of political talk. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. 
Chuck Norris joining us in the next hour to talk about the global government takeover taking place right now in Copenhagen, Denmark. The takeover of health care, so we're all beholden to the government. Making us dependent on them, that's happening as well right now. They're breaking it all down with Chuck Norris. You know, I forgot he was good friends with Steve McQueen. I'm a Steve McQueen fan. Maybe I'll ask him to tell us a Bruce Lee or Steve McQueen story. Chuck Norris scheduled uh, to be joining us in the second hour today. And then we do have uh, Christopher Horner joining us, a senior fellow at the CEI, Competitive Enterprise Institute. Uh, he's uh, exposing what's happening over in Copenhagen. He wrote Red Hot Lies, How Global Warming Alarmists Use Threats, Fraud, and Deception to Keep You Misinformed. And uh, then we also have Dr. Niles Axel Morner joining us. He's over in Copenhagen, breaking down the fraud taking place as we continue to track one of the most important conferences in modern history. Well, the U.N. says it's the most important, and I agree with them. If they're able to ram this through, this is open establishment of total private, unelected banking government. I mean, this we are actual profit of private bankers, pretty much already. By the way, I have a RAND Corporation uh, report here in front of me. I saw this on the LRC blog by William Gregg. And, and I actually read most of the 190-something page PDF this weekend, and it was very painful to read. It just confirms everything we already knew. But uh, the police are already being totally federalized. The U.S. Army is going to operate through the Pentagon a domestic military force called the... Like, let me just read to you the actual... Uh, A stability police force for the United States, justification and options for creating U.S. capabilities. And it says that a uh, Pentagon-run police force will run all the local police departments. Actually says it. Uh, now, again, they propose it years after it's already in place. That's why they're putting Pentagon liaisons in all the departments and CIA liaisons in the threat fusion centers. I mean, this is so illegal so dangerous, so un-American. This isn't a red flag. This is a red volcano erupting. I mean, this is run for the hills bad. This is worse than North Korea, worse than Mexico, worse than communist China. I mean, this is complete federal death squads. And they state it's for the U.S. collapsing. See, the bankers are going to collapse everything. And a lot of people are only going to serve the government with that much more glee. A lot of people, as the tyranny intensifies through cowardice, will actually serve it and vitriolically praise it and convince themselves that they like it and that it's good. While even at a conscious level, knowing they're just cowards and they're scared to death of it. Very few times in my life have I experienced just the edge of that psychological phenomenon and then recoiled from it from my very core of, of, of being a sentient human 
being. But that's what George Arwell talks about with Crime Stop and Doublethink in 1984. How people instantly see corruption, instantly see oppression, instantly see hypocrisy and tyranny and degradation, and then just spin it in their own minds that it's a good thing so they can feel like they're part of the system and have power over it. Because deep down they are so deathly afraid of it. They think by laughing and smiling and, 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 and giggling and, 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 and having kind of an arrogant, haughty attitude that it gives them control over it. Just know this. Everything being set up by private Fortune 100 corporations, everything being set up by our criminal, illegitimate government, everything being set up by the U.N., Everything being pushed is a unified global agenda on record that is a 180 degrees the opposite of not just our Bill of Rights, Constitution, Declaration of Independence, but the Magna Carta, the Geneva Convention, the Ten Commandments. I mean, any moral yardstick by any angle, whether it be sociological, psychological, from the angle of anthropology. If we were a civilization 100 years in the future, looking back on this time, it would, it would clearly be stated this was a time of just absolute propaganda, mass drugging of the public, brainwashing, and tyranny. Going on in front of everyone, just, just outrageous crimes that the illegitimate global government practices and sets precedence to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, with the media culture marinating the public mind in torture and abuse and slavery and degradation and humiliation and tyranny, and packaging it in a sicky sweet envelope of, we're the good guys, we're the good people, we're saving the world. And it's only going to get worse. I mean, we, we have just begun the plunge. We just went off the cliff. When you hit the bottom, when all of us hit the bottom, in the years to come, when we bounce on those rocks at the bottom, it is not going to look good. It is not going to feel good. Okay, right now we're just falling off the side. And a few of us have got our bloody fingernails into the side sliding down, just hopefully trying to find some purchase, hoping to find some place to grab hold. And spiritually obese and decadent people are hanging off of our legs pulling on us, screaming, let go, let go, you're keeping us from heaven. And so don't worry, they're going to get what they want. <laughs> We're going to hit bottom. <laughs> and they're so brainwashed, so drugged out, so stupid, so cowardly. They've been brought through successive programs of intensifying corruption, accepting corruption, accepting lies, that now they believe lies and evil are good and that good is bad. 
And so many people are going to love the tyranny. They're very childlike, very dog-like. It's like taking an old dog out that's got cancer, and you don't want to take it into the vet to have them put it down that way. You know, that actually scares them worse. They can smell the death in there. So you just walk them back on the back 40. You've already got their grave dug. You pat them a little bit on the head and stick the 243 rifle butt to the side of their face and smile at them and tell them you love them and pull the trigger. But instead, the New World Order doesn't love us. It enjoys putting a bullet in our head. But we're just like the dog, though, lovingly having no idea. You ever watch the footage of the Soviets and the Nazis running people they were going to execute into shallow grave pits? And they run one group of men in, and they dutifully bow to the soldiers as they run by, submissively with their hat in their hand, and, and, and show them how, how they run quickly and step over the dead bodies. And, and, and you know, because all they want is the approval of the authority figure, the uniform. They want the approval. Oh, blow my head off. Ooh, you're wearing fancy black boots. You've got little fancy, fancy buttons on your caps, like a king's crown. Blow my brains out. I'm not going to run by you and grab you by the throat and try to rip your nose off. No, I'm not going to have any humanity to fight back. I'm going to run down into the pit. And that's what America is. You know, you look at those people in Europe and call them cowards. No, it's the peer pressure. Ninety percent of Americans would run their children into pits to have their heads blown off and would thank the officers who did it because they worship it. You want to live in a police state, you do. Drive down the road. Half the billboards I see are government admonishments. The government's the mommy, the daddy. It's bossing you. Spy on your neighbors. Don't abuse children. Do you, don't smoke pot. Oh, do you have a gun? Oh, did you? There's an old lady missing because the government, it's the one that cares. It's the one that tells you about the old lady missing. Just all the message that they're the good guys. And you watch shows like Cops. Everyone's a white trash scum. Everyone's got drool coming out of their mouth and missing teeth. Everyone's guilty, and the cops are in fancy uniforms and all have their stuff together. And the image is the public's all a bunch of scum, and the police are God, and only they will save us. You know what happens in cultures where the police are worshipped? You die. You become slaves. <laughs> but you don't want to face that, do you? You just want to be throttled by government owned by big corporations, and don't worry, you are. They're going to take everything you've got. And they're going to take your sons' and daughters' minds. They're going to come home and preach at you about the global government and the carbon tax and rebuke you over your firearms or rebuke you when you try to discipline them. And they'll scream and beg to come home after the CPS takes them. But that won't matter because the news will never warn the other kids. And it will go on and on and on, being trampled on by tyrants. But don't worry, in this new system, you're going to get to trample people, though, when you spy on your neighbors and tattle. You won't care if you get trampled on as long as you can trample on somebody, too, because that's all that really matters to you. You know, I keep giving a decade-old number. I'm sorry. It's 60 million abortions because they're not humans, and neither are you. That's right, everybody. That's right. And that's just a painted picture of what, what's in store. 
what's in store. I mean, and and I see these 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 people out there. I've got a friend that's a pastor of a church, and you know they're they're pastors, you know, and they think, amen, amen. You know, they got all the answers. You know, as long as we bow down and we and we we cooperate, you know, God didn't put me here to battle against these people. He said he told me to save souls. You know, I'm here to save souls. I'm not here to stand up to evil, huh? Huh, really? I can't imagine that. I just can't imagine that God is not upset and angry that you're allowing allowing this to continue on, allowing the murder, 60 million babies murdered in this country. I cannot believe that God is happy with you, and he says it's okay, because after all, you're just here to save souls, right? That's the church's position. It's not our job to go out there and save the government, Joe. That's what they tell me. It's not our job to save the government. What a crock of baloney. What a crock of baloney. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. You know? That's total nonsense. And I got pastors here. I got a pastor here. He just just hung up, ran away, ran away. Cowards. They're cowards. Cowards. Hey, run away, run away. Back to your church. Go back to your church. Yeah. Nine man church. Yeah. Like MC. You know, run away. He's one of those guys that rapture. We're gonna rapture. It's gonna rapture. We're gonna rapture out of here before anything bad happens. Poof. Vanish. We're gonna vanish, you know. Everybody's just gonna disappear. Oh, there's gonna be chaos. I asked him, well, what's gonna happen then? You know, if everybody gets raptured out of here, aren't people going to ask where the kids went and where everybody went? No, everybody's looking for aliens today, aren't they? They'll say it's an alien abduction. How stupid do you think I am to believe that? How dumb do you think I am? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We got time for this right here, I guess, because uh, the callers are minimal here tonight. Hopefully, 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 they, can we keep the call forwards down here? When not too many calls. I want to uh, try to get into a little bit of other things here that are important. You know, things that are uh, what we could do come up with some solutions here and uh, and really uh, achieve some success. And some people said last night on last night's show, which Tuesday nights are my staple night show, where we we, we come up with the solutions and we voice our uh, thoughts and, and and solutions on how to fix things. And still, we get people to carry on and say they want to tell the stories and stuff. No, it's not story night tonight. You can call in and tell stories if you want to, or make your complaints. That's okay. You know, I mean, and if they, you feel the need to do that, and that's you know how you're going to solve things, then that tonight would be your night to do that. You know, and uh, but but on Tuesday nights we kind of want to stick to solutions and promptly promptly stick to solutions. You know, we don't want to waste too many time, too much time on that. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll get to a caller here. Here we got a five hundred three. Let's take the call here. Go ahead, five hundred three. Well, hello, Joseph Gibson. It's me, Lorianne, this is Libertarian. Yes, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Sorry for calling in a little late. Um, but, yeah, I saw your message, and I was actually uh, working on uh, doing some tweaks to the press release. And hopefully um, 
what I've come up with is agreeable to you. Um, I figured maybe we I'm could sure uh, go be. over it here on the phone a little bit. Um, I'm going to send it uh, to yeah, you via sure, email right sure. now. Sure, if you want to go over it. And then that way. You want, hey, I'll tell you what. How about this? How about you just read it right now on live on the air real quick, and then uh, we'll uh, and I'll uh, see what happens. Yeah, I, think, uh, I did just send it to you, and then, yeah, we can read it on air, and then I can make any tweaks that you want to it um, as well while, I, while we uh, go through it here. Um, yeah. Go ahead and open want it, it up and read you know, it. I and, wanted uh, it to be effective. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. so I did I'm just email picky. it to I'm you. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not picky. I'm not anal retention and I, I just, you know, as long as it gets to the point, as long as it's telling the issues and describing them, that's fine. You know, I mean, I don't like, I don't want to go into a, you know, a storytelling hour, you know, with everybody. But, but well, like I said, if you said you just want to tweak it and uh, pick some crap, obviously, grammatical, I'm very bad with writing, uh, Right, my writing skills are very bad. They've gone on down. I mean, I don't know why, because when I took my tests, when I did my testing uh, uh, before I was going into the military, uh, they gave me a writing writing uh, thing, and they, uh, you know, how you, I forgot what the hell they call it, but it, I was like, like, oh, what above above average, so high that only like I think two percent had the uh, higher scores than I did. But for some reason, I've gotten dumbed down over the years, and I just can't write anymore and express my thoughts on paper without screwing up, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe being almost killed a couple of times has something to do with it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, might have, that might have had a bearing on it, <laughs> the injury sustained, yeah. They do say that. Yeah, they say you know, it's possible. Ear-ringing, too, ear-ringing. <laughs> My ears ring a lot. They say well, ear ring destroys a lot of your Can blood cells in your back. That's what I heard now. So that's what I heard. That's your brain. My brain's been turning into mush. So I'm getting stupider as time goes on. <laughs> uh, well, it also happens kind of, you know, to, to a lot of people as they get older as well. You know, it's just that. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't think I'm old uh, yet. I, I mean, could get into a long story about hearing loss. I used to <laughs> work in the industry. And, you, you know, yeah. believe it or not, like it's, it, it usually takes a long time before people start to notice because it's so gradual. Um, and, you know, it's like it's not an old people thing. You don't can't well, think of it my, that way I either. Got my, well, I got my well, hang on. I got my inspiration from a guy. He was 89 years old. He, I told the story. He died actually just recently because he took the jab, the uh, vaccination. But he used to go to the gym at Gold Gym and work out. He was 89 years old, and this guy was in better shape than me. I mean, I was bench pressing four, 455 at this time, right? And and 465, I forget, I don't know, somewhere along there. I, you know, it was five plates on each side, so whatever that added up to, um, and plus the bar. So, uh, you know, and so, I, and so, you know, and I do it like two or three times, and I remember and he, this guy, he wasn't strong as I was, but he was in better shape than I was. He was actually pretty strong. He's bench pressing about 350. He's 89 years old. This guy was like, and I mean, like perfect condition. I'm talking about he was six foot two, uh, 215 pounds of pure muscle. I mean, no body fat at all. And uh, so I got to talking to him, you know. And 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 he was 89 years old, and he took the freaking jab. I told him, don't do it, don't do it. He says, well, my wife's on me about it, you know. And if we you know at our age, we don't want to get the the virus, you know. And I said, no, no, no. And I'm trying to explain it to him, you know. And he took it. 
and he came and he started catching a cold. So a couple of days later, next thing you know, he's in the hospital on a respirator, dead. You know, oh, God. eighty-nine yeah, years and old. Yeah, on the yeah. protocol. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like so, that's even worse. You know, to be jabbed and then have to go through the the inhumane protocol. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't listen. Like them. a lot of my people today, they just won't listen. You know, I'm trying to tell them, don't do it, don't do it. You know, and he's like, and he's looking at me like he knows it all. You know, which which you know, 89 years old, he was wiser than I was, but you know, he's gullible. Believe the government would never hurt him. He was one of those types of guys. He believes that the, you know, the you know that that the system is there to help us and. It's actually there to save us, and there's no corruption. And you go, oh, wow, a police officer be corrupt? Oh, no, that could never happen. You know, one of those types of people. And and uh, a doctor, my doctor lied to me? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, he's he's, he's putting his trust in a, in a medical field that has a symbol, an emblem with a snake going up a cross. Tell me, would you trust that type of organization? <laughs> and, you know, exactly. Yeah, the symbolism just tells you exactly what the intent is right there. Yeah. Well, well, you got the press release ready? I want to hear it. Is the press release ready? Yep. And then you should have it in your email, too. I don't know if you want to pull it up and... and, Yeah, go ahead. Start reading. um, Start reading. I'll pull it up while you're reading. Cool. Yeah, because, like, reading it and then saying it, you know, kind of helps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Press Press release. To all of those in our local and state press, I, Joseph A. Gibson III, intend to again run as a Republican Party candidate for North Carolina House of Representatives, District 65. I have not seen the leadership nor the positive changes needed to fix the issues in our great state that affects the everyday lives of our constituents. Inflation continues to destroy our families' pocketbooks as they struggle to pay for the basic of needs and drowning their hopes for their future. Government and corporate corruption is an ever-increasing problem. Fiscal irresponsibility has become the norm with the legislators in our state resulting in most every institution being broken. An overhaul is in order. The The projects involved to get back to our republic form of government seems to be a daunting and near impossible mission Yet it's critical to have strong elected representatives who are strong and willing to embrace it. Our future, as seen in the eyes of those of us who are fully aware of this reality, goes beyond our great state, yet the work starts right here at home. Having hope for your future means electing representatives with morals, integrity, honesty, and a strong will to put we the people first. Strong leadership is so very much needed. Our political system, and I have some tweaks on that paragraph. I want to not use the word strong okay. so much, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going on. Uh, our political system is so broken and biased against grassroots candidates who truly are fiscally conservative. These days, it normally takes deep pockets and never-ending spending to run a successful campaign which that statement alone is a crying shame for our people. God inspires me to begin my political journey representing House District 65, fighting to restore our republic for we the people of North Carolina. I never forget that this country is one nation under God. I will point out the priorities I will focus on. 
Number one, abolish the inhumane and corrupt nursing home facilities that fail miserably in their duty to care for our elderly and disabled citizens. I will work to encourage home care networks in our state and promote family-oriented housing so our valued seniors and disabled people have happier and more fulfilled lives. Two, I will strive to eliminate property tax obligations for seniors and disabled people so they can afford to keep and continue to live in their homes. Three, I will strive toward reducing property tax obligations for everyone. Four, abolishing all state tax, or sorry, abolishing all sales taxes on food and basic necessities. Five, eliminating state income taxes. Six, stopping taxpayer-funded programs for illegal immigrants until all U.S. citizens, and especially veterans in our state, are free from poverty and homelessness. Americans come first always. We can devise and implement solutions to every problem by staying true to our constitutional republic form of government. Always give the people a voice and a place at the tables of government. May God bless all of you and our beloved republic. There you go. That's good. I like it. Yeah, that's a good press release. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty good. I yeah. I know she took out the part that I was wanted. I was I was part. Uh, I was tinkering with the thought of if I wanted to do the things that I really wanted to do, you know, to implement and have the power that I wanted to have to, to try to persuade the the uh, the branches of government to go my way would be lieutenant governor, you know, to run for lieutenant governor in the uh, uh, yeah. uh, state of North Carolina. I, but but I but to do that. I would have to campaign all 100 counties, and I would need a war chest. I would need $1.1 million to, uh, to raise in funds to run a successful campaign for that, for that position. That's what it says. That's what it says, to run a, for advertising and travel. That's how much it costs yeah. to, to run. That's what they say. I could probably do it half the, co- half the cost, but it would cost upward years, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars. You know, you figure you got to travel to 100 counties. You have to set up advertising in those radio districts, you know, and stuff like that. And to, you know, to buy air, how expensive it is to buy radio time on FM radio now, just for thirty seconds, fifty to for fifteen slots, okay, for thirty seconds, you're looking at sixty five hundred dollars, you know, and that's only for you know, like I said, fifteen, yeah, fifteen thirty second slots, and that's not much at all when you throughout the course of the day, when you think about it, that's nothing. Nothing. And we got Joe from Montana on the line here. If we uh, want to get him on the line here, let's bring him on too. Go ahead there, Joey. Hey, people. Who's on the line? I know I heard Lori, I heard you, and I heard a voice. Who Who else is there? Nope, that's just us. There's nobody else. The, the voice that you heard was uh, me playing an audio clip. Oh, okay. So it's just you, me, and Lori? Okay. Lorraine. Yeah, that's correct. She's, so, yeah, she's tinkering okay. around with a press release that I wrote the uh, the other night. There, I wanted to get some people's thoughts on it, on you know what they thought of the press release. And yeah, I'm sure you just sure. heard what I said, Joe, about lieutenant governor and whatnot. I was you know, to get what no, I want done. I didn't hear that. You know. <laughs> oh well, yeah. to get what I want done and to implement the things that I want to implement and the you changes. Didn't hear I the, want uh, to do that. the press release that we guys, have in mind. Before you guys do that, before other people come on the show. I want to let you know, and I was really, uh, that next Tuesday when you have your show, 
Remember yep. now, on your past show, uh, Joe, I told people to go to Michelle Swinnick's site, uh, My Freedom Movement, yep. et cetera, et cetera. If, if we don't get people or a significant amount of people have not gone to that site, I'm not doing any more work because I do not work for an organization in which people do not work or are or, or lazy. For all the people all the years have been talking about, hey, I'll, be, I'll still be a part of the group. I'm just saying I'm not going to do any more elbow grease until I yeah, 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 I got you. So I just I want to let you know before the people come on, and uh, okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, go well, ahead, well and again, let's announce it again. Right now, we're we're here. We want people to go to this announce this site again, Joe. Please do it again. We have new callers on the line. Um, right? it's yeah, it's my freedom. What the hell is it? I have to go into it's, my uh, bookmark. Save my it? Yeah, I got a couple people that messaged me that said they couldn't find it. Save My Freedom Movement, right? Is that it, Lorraine? Uh, yeah, Save My Freedom Movement. Save yeah. My Freedom Movement. Look it up movement. in Google, folks. Okay, look it up in Google because this is the year of electronic technology. It makes things a lot faster and easier. All you have to do is, is push around a mouse. Years ago, I would have to go to the library. I would have to go to uh, to a restaurant to yeah. meet people <clears throat> and plan. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, in, in yeah, case I got a you private call in here too, Joe. Hang on, I got a private call. Let's bring him on real quick. Okay. I want to keep people waiting. You told me about that, so and sure, you're right. You're right. Go ahead, you're right. Call it. Greenies, this is Brother Warren, host of New Orleans Wake Up. Brother Warren. Oh, you and your you and your systemic race uh, show got called, then didn't get picked up again. Was that a repeat? You, well, you be prepared for the final exam I'm gonna give. Uh, on that subject, but I wanted to uh, question the congressional candidate for North Carolina. I want to play devil's advocate, so I want to I want him to sharpen his skills on my line of questioning for his congressional. Was district. that a repeat show, Warren? Before you do that, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a rebroadcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ready, okay. congressional candidate? Okay. I am. Okay, what district? Will you be running to represent in the state of North Carolina? It's 65. 65. And the amount of registered voters in that district are approximately how many? Uh, 64,000, I believe. And how many counties does that encompass that district? Oh, well, they just did the redistricting now, so I could be off here. But uh, let's see here. we got Stokesdale, Reedsville, Mayadan. You mean how many towns? You say counties, right? You know how many towns? Counties, yeah. Counties? In other words, I, I, I'm trying to get an idea. What would be the biggest city in your in District 65? The biggest uh, would be Reed, the city of Reedsville. <clears throat> I believe that for the population-wise. I believe it's the city of Reedsville. It's got the most people. And what is the demographics, the ethnic breakdown of inhabitants of that district? Well, I've... So off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you the exact numbers, but a majority, I would say, is uh, Republican. Republican holds a very strong majority as far as uh, demographics is uh, between Republican and Democrat. But we only have about 380 Libertarians, actually. But but what about the ethnic and racial breakdown of their district? Oh, as far as black and white and Hispanic goes, mm-hmm. the uh, Hispanic population Asian. of the uh, 
I believe I believe the population of the African American uh, would be thirty percent. I think I'm not sure. I think it's twenty eight to thirty percent. Has that district had any particular industry that employed most of the people, or uh, agricultural base, or some sort of plant factory that you well, they can did. Think of? They did. They had textile. Yeah, they had the textile industry and the tobacco, but the textile since has been shipped out to China and other foreign countries and. And the tobacco is still going, going, but the big one now that's on the rise is the medical marijuana. Now, do you know the what I would call the uh, wealthy families in that district? In other words, those who own no. No. the textile mills and the tobacco farms that would make oh, up who the large distributors. Oh, 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 okay. Well, the people that own those were the uh, cone, the cones. Yeah, they own. Uh-huh. Like they're the founders of Cone Hospital. Um, uh-huh. uh, I forget the other names. I, I don't like paying attention to the rich people. They don't, you know, like I said, the rich people are not well, what well, I'm you see, those for are, but those, But then, see, what you got to look at the campaign contributions of your competitors who get the most money because you got to look at the network of those people that are giving money and what, it, well, what particular, true. what lobbies they represent and how that will impact your platform that you're running on. What do you find well, is the most the pressing? I represent the people. Hang on. I don't represent yeah, but I mean, religious groups. But when you say represent the people, that's very vague, you see, because the elite families, in their mind, represent the people, too. They represent their people. <laughs> no, they represent their so, financial and best interests. They represent their financial gains and interests. I think they're very selfish. A lot of the rich, rich, rich people that are lobbying these politicians, these lobbyists, and special interest groups, are one of the main problems that are corruption that's that, that that's twisting our politicians' brains and minds to vote one side in one way. I will not vote along party lines. I will vote what's constitutional and what's not constitutional. But what do you find is the most pressing, urgent? priorities for District 65 that you want to address that you feel incumbent, the incumbents, or any other candidates are not addressing? What makes you stand out? Well, I mean, what makes me stand out is that I'm a pro-Constitution guy. All these candidates, all these candidates are not addressing the Constitution. And we have fiscal irresponsibility, uh, which is the spending on things that are garbage. You know, you have a $90 hammer. You stick a shovel in the ground, it snaps in half. You know, we don't have quality with our money that we're spending. It's all garbage. We're, we're, you know, running away wild. Too much spending. Mm-hmm. Too much spending. Okay. When you do debates, you you have data and numbers to show where the spending is being wasted in Off your debate? Off the top of my head, no. Off the top of my head, no, right I mean, now, when you do your debate, you no, not now. Not now, but when you do your debate, do you have data are you going to do debates? Are you going to participate in the debates? Well, I hope so. I hope so, but I don't. I don't foresee them coming. They didn't do them during the last primary, so uh, we'll see what happens. I hope they do. Would you disagree about the incumbent? Oh well, the incumbent is a part of the good old boys club. He's got a ring. He's part of the ring of of the politicians that have been here for a very long time, doing the same thing over and over. He's an incumbent. He's been in office now. I say this. This is what I say. Are you better off four years ago or two years ago than you are today? If you are, then hey, keep voting for the same people. If not, if you don't like what you see and you think change needs to happen, then you got to vote new people in. 
Okay, Your Honors, Lori and Joe, I'm going to sit back down to the uh, table over here. You guys can take it. All right. All right. <laughs> go ahead, there, Lori and Joe. Thank questions. you for allowing them to do that. They were good questions. Sure. I mean, you people, you know, those are the kind of questions that the competitor would know, but those are the kind of questions that people would know, uh, that that people who really want to know their candidates should get to know. Plus the kind of questions that yeah. I've asked when I grilled you, um, you know, yeah. in order to vet a potential candidate more than just what they usually do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, one, Joe, one more question. Joe, one more question, Joe. Okay, Joe. Go ahead. One more question. I, okay. Suppose I'm a resident of your district, and I'm a black resident, and I'm concerned about the Supreme Court's decision on affirmative action that included the lawsuit with the University of North Carolina. Well, what is your position on the Supreme Court's decision? My position is it's good. We need to get rid of affirmative action. You don't, you don't, we don't reward people that are not qualified for the work that can be done. I mean, I don't, I think that's dangerous. It's, it's irresponsible and uh, it sends the wrong message to our youth. Okay, so all right. Remember, I'm a, I'm a resident. I'm, I'm a fictional resident in your district. And I want to make okay. you aware that the decision that the Supreme Court handed down was to say that uh, race and admissions shouldn't be a criteria. However, there's an exception for the military school, West Point, and the Air Force Academy. I don't know if you're aware of that. In other words, according to those Supreme Court justices that voted to knock down race, uh, in terms of admissions for colleges, made an exception for West Point and the Air Force Academy, number one, and it did not mention anything about legacy admission. That is, those people whose father, grandfather, aunts, and uncles that went to these schools, they're allowed to have preferential treatment in admissions. So the question is, I don't know if you're all aware of that Supreme Court decision, what makes the decision to allow race-based preference for admissions in West Point and the Air Force Academy, why, why do they recommend that continue to be allowed and knock it down for other universities? It's like a contradiction. Like a contradiction. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. You're absolutely correct. It's something that would have to be looked at and addressed. You're absolutely correct. Okay, th thank you. I'll go, I'll go sit back down in, in the audience. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, Lorraine. Well, yeah, I mean, I was aware, you know, I just, you know, saw the headlines, but I haven't really gotten into, you know, the details on the decision and what it involves and what it doesn't. Um, but, you know, if if affirmative action is deemed unconstitutional, then that should be the case across the board, um, not making exceptions uh, for anybody, really. You know, is it constitutional or not? You know, it, yeah. it, why, yeah. why is there – there shouldn't be exceptions to that. The, the, uh, who wrote that opinion? I don't know which one. He, he said that because, because the military schools have certain – Exceptions. This is what he says in his opinion. He didn't say specifically what the what the. He, he said I have to find an article where it says, and that's what 
That's what a lot of people perplex right now, that you're contradicting your position against race-based preference by allowing race-based preference for the military academies. So that's in the opinion that's written. And as Tim Scott said, who I don't agree with, he did say that it, this, this should expand to legacy admission. Legacy admission actually has the largest percentage of admissions out of all considerations for admission. Again, legacy admission means if your father went to North Carolina or your daddy went to Harvard, all that, you just automatically are considered to be accepted without your qualifications meeting the criteria. And so that's not even uh, that that's not even a, a part of the exclusion of the Supreme Court decision. So you see how this looks very unfair to many people and contradictory. Yeah. Secondly, yep. you have you have this, you have this back and forth now between the two black justices, Katanji uh, Brown Jackson and Clarence Thomas. Now Clarence Thomas did benefit from affirmative action in all three of the schools he attended. He went to Holy Cross. They had an affirmative action program. Then he got into Harvard. One of the schools he got into got accepted off affirmative action. He, was, he didn't go to that one, but he went to Yale or something on affirmative action. Yeah. And so, no, you're right. you know, so you're it, right. You know, so it's really. But you have to look, you have to look at affirmative action historically. When affirmative action was first implemented right after Jim Crow laws and the 1965 uh, voting rights decisions, et cetera, let's say, for example, you had employees who were going to now hire 10% blacks as part of affirmative action. The 10% blacks who were hired were hired as a result of a high merit, okay? Nowadays, what people are talking about and balking about is that affirmative action when it's being um, implemented. And if you're hiring people, they're hiring from the lowest, from the bottom of the barrel. So Clarence Thomas, I presume, if he, if he enjoyed affirmative action, he was probably somebody who had pretty good marks to begin with. I'm assuming well, that. Well, what, what, but this Supreme Court decision was based on high education. That, that's talking on high education. And the fact of the matter is, he benefited from affirmative action. In affirmative action, uh, look, look, look what Katanji Brown gave in a, a discussion. She said, take two essays. Let's say one essay a student writes and says, I want to attend University of North Carolina because my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother went there. All right. Now, the odds that the person who writes that would be a white student, legacy admission, boom, accepted. Let's say a black student writes an essay and says, I want to attend the University of North Carolina because uh, nobody in my family was ever able to. Uh, my, my parents and my grandparents weren't able to. Well, boom, the black student is already eliminated from that because they're black, and so therefore you can no longer consider the fact he's black for admissions, but the white student whose family always had the opportunity to go in his essay, he's automatically accepted based off legacy admission. Well, uh, personally, at first blush, I don't even think the Supreme Court should be involved in something which a private institution wants to do. If a legacy admission is because their 
parents and grandparents uh, gave a lot of money into the endowment, let's say Harvard, and that that institution wants to um, admit anybody they want. They can they can they give uh, academic scholarships, um, athletic scholarships, legacy um, um, preferences. It's their institution. Why not? But look what's happening through affirmative action today. You talk about uh, Chinese people who usually now are got the highest SATs and the highest scores in high school. They're being um, rejected because they're too high. So they're using reverse discrimination. Now, that's, that's not true. I have, have, I have a, the statistics. I have the statistics for the percentage students who are accepted in these top uh, colleges. In fact, I'm looking for this right now. And those top colleges and the Asian students are being cheated out of that by the legacy admission students. That is the white students who get in because their families went there. Well, how do you that's know that the white That's how they're being cheated. That's, that's where they're because Because the, the acceptance rate is higher for legacy students, like over 30. Like, first of all, okay, go right here. Let's look so at what? the most recent Hold on, let me finish. Let's look so at the most recent what? statistics courtesy of U.S. News and World Report for each institution. Harvard, Ivy League, the acceptance rate is 4%. The undergrad enrollment is 7,153. White students, 36%. Asian American students, 26%. Hispanic students, 12%. African American students, 9%. And we can go all down to these. These, uh, hey, Warren, here's my these, answer. Yeah. Here's my answer to that. So what? These are private institutions. <laughs> now, if you want to talk about state-funded institutions, that's different yeah, but these because private, these private are institutions, paying taxes. Yeah, but they also blacks receive federal, fund, they Warren, receive federal Warren, funding. Warren, that, okay. They, they are. Um, they federal receive funding. government. Okay, they well, also receive know. government funds. Well, then they, yeah, well, then they, have, then they got to follow the... Uh, the, the apron strings that are tied to them. Yeah, but let's say they weren't, okay? Let's say, for uh, for example, they weren't. It would be their own institution, just like a restaurant. They can have anybody in there that they want. Now, if yeah. they want to practice discrimination, who cares? Black people can practice discrimination, too. They don't have to. As far as I'm concerned, they shouldn't let any white people in that they don't want. Restaurants yep. yeah, or but, but, but historically see, black but, colleges. But, 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 but guess what? You have three historically black colleges in West Virginia that are predominantly white. Did you know that? I know that Clemson, I don't know, I forget what the state it's in. I know Clemson was in many white students for a long time. No, and they're, HBC, they're HBCU schools where the student body is predominantly white and nobody told them they couldn't get in. They couldn't, they couldn't. Register and get in. Nobody stopped. Why would you want to go well, there? Then, well, then, yeah, if they wanted to go there, then, then cool. Aren't you all for the mixing of the races? <laughs> well, we're talking about uh, your higher education that is uh, disproportionately accepting What you're talking about, who again, don't meet, is hold always up, who don't the imbalance. Hold up, who don't meet the, always don't the meet imbalance the academic between criteria. blacks and whites, and then, of course, it's the white supremacy. The, you know, I don't know. This is Joe's show. I don't know what he if he wants to, you know, 
okay yeah, with this. Go That's for fine. It, man. But you got your own challenge. I asked Joe, I asked Joe as, a, as a candidate for Congress because his state, North Carolina, the Supreme Court case included one of the lawsuits was the University of North Carolina. That's 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 a state college. That's taxpayers' dollars. State taxpayers' dollars pay for that, and so that's why I posed that question. Yeah, I know, but the reason why I brought it up was because we're always hearing about you know black versus white, and I like to hear about solutions or anything or anything else except race, because everywhere I go, it's always about race. It's always about yeah. how. White people are unfair, and, uh, and blacks are getting the, the short end of the stick, and all of that. So, and again, nobody's—you know—nobody's ever given me statistics about systemic racism, the day-to-day racism. Yeah, uh, I, I, okay. I, I think if you listen, I think if you had listened to I the listened class to I did on systemic racism, you would have learned show. and got information. No, I got the information. I heard it the first time before before the rebroadcast. And his general vague definitions, ambiguous definitions of what racism is. For me, I'd have to have results. I'd have to have numbers. Okay? That's me. Because somebody's going to – and, again, we're still going our systemic racism. Me, I'm not going to engage anymore tonight with racism. That's me. Well, I'm I'm talking to the congressional candidate who has a diverse citizen in his district, and and they have various concerns. And I want to see how he would address the concerns of his black citizens in his district who have concerns about issues like the University of North Carolina and the admissions policy. What concerns? What concerns are you in reference that, that, to? That's basically, that's basically what that is. See, in other words, how do you what as a candidate address the various issues that your various constituents may have, because everybody ain't had the same concern necessarily. For example, if I'm a Chinese resident of your district and I see that there's an increase in hostility towards Chinese people or people of Asian heritage, and I come to you as a congressperson, how would you address that? That's a loaded question, I'm a Chinese resident in your district. I live in the neighborhood. I'm hearing uh, slurs, get out the neighborhood, go back to China and all that. I'm coming to your office to, 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 to actually help me with this, with this harassment. And what do you want me to do? No, 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 I want to know what you going. What would you say to? No, 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 no. Well, well, I need to know what you want me to do. I, I mean, I don't want to do something that's not going to make you happy. <laughs> you, you are the person supposed to be the congressperson. How would you address no, that? No, 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 no. I'm not a king. I'm not a king here. I can't decree anything and change anything. What this is what happens. But this is what happens when you're a politician. You get people that are in your district, live in your district, come to you with these various types of concerns. Exactly, and and I and I guess okay, threw it so back you in your lap to take control of the situation if, for me. What if you, you want have, done? If you, you have, can't answer the question. If, if you have constituents who are Asian who feel that there that there's an increase of harassment and hostility against people of Asian heritage in your district, and they come to your office, what you gonna do? Ignore them? Did I say that? <laughs> 
I just told you. I'm I asked you a question. No, what I'm would you like to see done, Mr. Warren, Chinese man? No, you, you he wants to have an answer for that, Congressman. Congressman Gibson, you no, supposed I to have don't. an answer No, I don't. Control. How can I know the specifics of your problem and what you want okay, to have judge, done? Do you want to move? Judge, do you want to move to another district? Judge, do you want to move to a bigger judge, home? Judge, what do you want done? Judge, Joe and Judge Lurie, I'm going to sit back down. I'm going to sit back down at the table, Judge Lurie and yeah, Judge. Yeah, because you're not yet because you can't answer the question. That's why. You're throwing me a loaded question that can have so many different variables. I mean, what's happened to you? Is someone smashing out your windows? Uh, are, you, are you seeing things being hung from trees pretending to be Chinamen? I mean, what's going on here? I don't know what the problem is. You said you said you hear racial slurs. Now, you want no, to stop I, what you I'm, hear? I'm Chinese. I, I live that? in the neighborhood. I, my children are being harassed in the neighborhood. I'm going to the grocery They're being store. Harassed. And being told nasty remarks. Time out. You just said your children are being harassed. Where, when, any, and any, how are they being harassed, sir? Did you have you called the police? Yeah, yeah, okay, I've done all of that. But then I need <laughs> more influence to address my concern. You're a congressperson. You go to Washington. So I'm coming to your office. How would you address my concern, Congressman, as an Asian? I cannot police your neighborhood. I cannot police your neighborhood. Do you want a bigger police presence? Maybe there's that right, Joe and Lauren, you're I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down at the table, Joe and Lauren. I, yeah, I got my legal yeah. pen. I'm going to sit back down. It's insane, the question. The question you're throwing at me, Mr. Warren, is just totally insane. It's insane. This is what it's happens when you're a politician. When you're a politician, you should be prepared for all type of stuff coming at you, particularly well, at that I level going to Washington, prepared. going to Washington, because guess what? you got to vote. There are many type of votes you're going to take. You're going to take on whether to increase the military budget. you got to vote yeah. on know, whether to right. war. And what I'll be voting on won't be a loaded question. I'll have a specific bill sitting in front of me that says this, says that, says this, that says what's going to happen and what it's, it's applied to and what the purpose of the bill is for. Not... Yeah, I'm not going to have a bill in front of me that says, what do you think if the world ended tomorrow? Vote on this. I mean, you know, that shit doesn't make no sense, you know? You've got to hear you. Well, I don't know, questions. candidate. I mean, you, you, I mean, I have to consider some of the other candidates. You, you, you're kind of okay. not giving well, me no fine. assurance. You, you, that, that, you defend that, my that, rights. That's fine. So, uh, you're right. What do you mean you're right? What are you talking about, you're right? If, I, if, I, if right I'm a I resident violate? of your district, if I'm a resident of your district and I'm coming to you about yep. concerns, I don't see at this point from the question I asked you, I don't see I you don't know addressing. what your concerns are. I don't know what okay. your concerns I, are. You I, said I, you hear I, racial I'm slurs. I'm back, I'm back at the table now. Y'all take it up. Y'all can take it up. I'm, I'm still right. at the table now. Okay. Right. I don't left from the. I don't left from All the. Right. Uh, run away. Uh, run away. <laughs> okay. Run away, liberal. Okay. Hang on. All right. Three 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 zero. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm calling. I'd like to know what you would do about affirmative action. Would you vote for or against it? Against it. Absolutely, you would, Mr. Joe. Now the world's starting to see this. Now we're starting to see how this is all changing and transpiring because this all this garbage that's been going on that's running this country now. Finally, the Supreme Court says we're not going to let these people come in here, anybody, and claim affirmative action is a way to get into school. What they ought to do. Is take that affirmative action that's given these been given the jobs to people, and I don't care who it is. If you're not qualified for your job, you don't get it. And the, and the absolute right. yeah. atrocities that have, have acquired by this 
whole thing. Somebody ought to be held accountable for it. So uh, Ward, that's right. That's right. If, but what do you think about Mr. Warren's question there? What do you, what, hang on, hang on, Tim. What do you think about Mr. Warren's question? I just Warren's caught the tail end about, of it. Okay, well, he says, he says he's a Chinese person living in my district, and he lives in a neighborhood that's, that, where his children are being harassed, and he hears lots of racial slurs. He wants to know me as a representative of his neighborhood. What should I do about that? You know, well, I mean, that's kind of a difficult what you can do about uh, it. situation. All you can what do I about believe it or what I would do is, about it is two different things. Well, what all you can do about it is, number one, you don't know if it's hearsay or not because you have to have it proven in the court of law that that's what's happening. So what he has to do is he has well, to call the, call the police. He said he hang on. He He's got to have it documented. Done. He's got to have it documented, and then to go from there, everybody wants to go to court and sue everybody and do everything legally and lawfully. So what he has to do is go get him an attorney. Get out his checkbook, start writing checks and missing work and going to get his attorney and prove the fact that that's what's happening, and then they'll be held accountable. In their system, that's how we have to do it. Well, there's no You can't do anything about it, not unless it comes up to all the way up the food chain, you know. Then it wants to get to your desk, and you have legislation in front of you like you specified. Well, that's right. That's what I would do. Okay, you have a bill. Now you know what you're voting on. But that's not my job. Hang on. That's not my job as a representative. It's not my job to micromanage the way people think. No. That is not my job. How people think that you're, you know, that's not my job as a politician. I can't control how people think. Nor do I should I persuade people to think or believe a certain way. That's a family oriented community based issue where, you know, if that's like a father and son or a family, you know, how your children are raised or whatnot. My God, what happens in your home or the privacy right, of your okay, own Joe, home? It's none of my business. It's like what's in your medicine cabinet. It's none of my business. All right, Joe. Let me throw this one at you. Okay, so the, okay, so you 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 kind of dodged the questions from the black citizen about affirmative action. The Asian American, you dodged him. Okay, I'm a white citizen of your district. I come to your office because I don't want my children participating in the black history program at their school. In fact, I don't think they should even be addressing black history at your school. Will you, will you help me? Will you help me, Congressman? Give I'm, bringing the 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 I'm bringing the tanks in. You right. I'm bringing the tanks in. on a big petition. <laughs> Well, you're going to help that citizen, not Congressman Gibson. I, I figured that, man. <laughs> okay, let me well, go back to my seat, Judge Lori and Judge Joe. Get FEMA Region 12 ready. Right. <laughs> 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 String up the barbed wire. We've got him coming in. <laughs> you, go, you got your <laughs> I'm just messing around with you. We're on, we're on <laughs> Hang on, we got another call here. Hang on. Hang on, I got three one four here waiting. Go ahead. Hey Joe, what's going on? Yes, Mr. Bianchi, how are you? Oh, I'm just delighted hey, and ecstatic. Bianchi. Hey, how you doing there, you lady? I'm just ecstatic. And listen to all this whining about affirmative action. Oh, and you I know, know the funny it thing like about it. Narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the funny thing about it. They had a young man out down there in Florida, the state that the NAACP say that blacks shouldn't travel to. Scored a sixteen hundred really? on the SAT. 
<clears throat> a perfect score. Really? Yeah, he's black too, black quote unquote. Black. Huh. <laughs> you know, and he talent? didn't have to no. have. Yeah, he didn't have to have a three hundred and ten point advantage like Harvard likes to give in order to well, increase the right. inclusion. That's just terrible. Three hundred and ten points to black students, about two forty to Hispanic, zero to white, and minus now check this out, minus one seventy to the Asian before they even sit down to take the test. <laughs> That's Are they all going to take a test in a room where nobody knows who's who until you get you got a number and at the end of the day when you're done with your test and they got your results, they say, Okay, who's number two? It don't make a difference who it is. That's the guy I want flying my plane to pass the test and did the best. Not the not whoever it is that just decided that they because they're gonna have a color, gender, or fly a, a rainbow flag, whatever it is, to put them up the ladder, that's absolutely insanity. Well, yeah, it is, and it really does the student harm because the student is trying to artificially be put up to where the schools that they came out of did not properly prepare them. That's right, where the right. anger should be at. Hey, everybody that's on the line right now, go. I want that website again, please. I got it. Got it? What is it? So it's, the website's the uh, – where I had it written down right here. Uh, uh, you don't have it. My, free, my Freedom Movement with uh, – and he wanted us to look at that article no. about the uh, – No, that's not the website. See, Joe, we got confusion, Joe. Um, uh, I think uh, Joe Montana dropped. Was, it, was he talking um, about Lucy He texted me. No. Uh, it should be savemyfreedom.us. Savemyfreedom.us. Okay, yeah, because I just I wrote down my freedom movement. It is very important. To look up the uh, know, article. Okay. Of, it's not your fault, but it's very important. Yeah, it's the article I was supposed to be looking at was the uh, conservative, conservative Rising Star uh, article about well, the, right? Well, Lori just gave it. Lori, one more time. Give it to us again, please. It seems like this is, you know, what's going on? Pretend it's your dumb phone and you got to post something on Frogbook. All right? Go ahead, Lori. Give it to us again. <laughs> yeah, the website should be savemyfreedom.us. Because I looked okay. up the person Save that um, my freedom. Michelle Swinnick. Yeah, her name is Michelle Save Swinnick. Michelle with one L. Hang on. I'm talking over you. I'm talking over you, Lorianne. Joe, stop talking over her, Joe. I know. I'm trying to tell her. I'm talking over you. All right. Everybody give Lorianne the floor. Go ahead. All right, yeah, so um, the person that he uh, was recommending that uh, she is heading up this project, Michelle Swinnick, uh, follow her on Facebook, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, last name is S-W-I-N-I-C-K, and uh, so you can follow her on Facebook, and then the website is savemyfreedom.us, all one word, savemyfreedom.us. And then you can subscribe. There's a paid subscription option or a free subscription option, and that will bring you to uh, new articles, top articles. Um, say like, uh, so it's the Save My Freedom Movement 
SaveMyFreedom.us is the website. Wow. Perfect. I can actually get the actual article that he was no trying to drive to last night. <laughs> I know. Well, we can't when everybody talking over each other. Uh, and then and then your dots and this and that. And then we don't know if it's all one word. And then you have every scam on the Internet trying to rip you off. So it's very difficult, you know. And then people get frustrated. If it doesn't pop up, you know, me and my dad used to talk about this. The Republican DVDs, classic cartoons on Amazon. If people can't click on a link when that page opens up, forget it. You're not going to get anyone to type anything into their browser to search for anything. They just won't do it. And the other thing is they hit that button, and they want it to happen so fast. If it takes 10 seconds, they go into panic mode. Listen, fruit, it's got to go to space and back. Give it a second. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Save my uh, freedom. All right. Very good. Okay. Hey, now, Joe, now, he did spin- to- let, let me specify that article. You know, uh, hang on, Kate. Hang on, has got the floor. Go ahead, Pianchi. My grandson came home yesterday. And he had went and bought some brand new boots. And uh, it show you how when you put things in place early, they stay for a long, long time. He brought the boots in to me and showed him. said, Papa, how you like my boots? And he was uh, intentionally brushing off an emblem on the boots and making sure it was in my face. You know what that emblem said? What? Made in America. Oh, God. <laughs> Made well, in America. So see, hey, look, I hear you oftentimes asking, "What can we do?" Well, I started doing that a long time ago. You know, they brought home something that was made in China. They took it back. They took it back. Yeah. And to the greatest yeah. as I can. Matter of fact, you know, my new hobby is making pizza. I made sure them that every pot, pan, spattle. Scrape at I buck was made in the United Bowls, made in the United States. Now, I may pay a little bit more, but, you know, I got it to pay because I've done the right things early on in life and made it possible for me to be in this situation. So that's the thing you can do. Buy made in America originally. Right. Thank you. How about that? That's a perfect example. I mentioned before. Every corner on every block of every city in this country has a Dollar General or a Dollar Store. And when you go into that place, there isn't anything American in it except me if I'm inside there. That's it. Nothing in that place is American-made. And they have bombarded our country with all those goods that are manufactured for pennies on the dollar for labor that's even less than what they're paying for the product. And yet America just... Thrives off of it. We need to get rid of them places. Well, problem is though is that the products that they're making are convenient, they're cheaper, and even you know, and and that's just the way it is. People go for that's what's best for them at the time that they what their needs are. And I don't care about quality sometimes. You know, I need it now, and I need something that's going to get me by. You know, I mean, and I see a lot of points. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Japanese cars, <laughs> I like Japanese cars better than American cars. They're made oh, better, they even. last longer, and, uh, and, uh, and and they get better gas mileage. And let me say the same it's thing about motorcycles. That's the same thing, because if speed kills, you buy a Harley, you live forever. 
you know, well, you know, well, that's that's I mean, you know, I'm not planning on crashing, but you know, but well, no, you had an accident. Hang on, we can't talk over each other. When we when we get when when you when you're driving in a Nissan or a Honda, you're not. It's that's not true. You're not gonna. Not everybody's getting killed in car crashes because they're driving a Japanese car. You know, I mean, come on. So, you know, I mean, the fact of the matter is American cars are garbage. They're made like garbage. They're built like garbage. They break like garbage. And they just stink like garbage. Let's put it like that, okay? I mean, it's American-made sucks. I mean, that's just the way it is. Anybody disagree with me out there? They like their, you know, can they prove it? I mean, look at your trucks and stuff. If you have to use a truck to work with anything nowadays, if you... If you push on the metal on the truck, if you have to, if you're on a work a job site and you bump into something, half the truck caves in, and you know it's just pop metal. Everything works so fast. So, uh, well, I'm 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 bumping into everything when I'm working because I'm on the a Toyota Tacoma. Hang on, a Toyota Tacoma. My dad drove a Toyota Tacoma, the best truck he said he ever had, and 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 with the Toyota Tacoma was a good truck. It was a good truck. I just had I sold a trailer three hundred thousand miles, man. I just sold a twenty-six foot enclosed trailer that I take my race car in, and I told the guy that was coming to get it, "You better bring something stout to pull it with." And when he's pulling down my street, I saw which I thought it looked like almost like a new Dodge, and it was a short bed, and I thought, man, this guy's in trouble with this shit. And here it was, a new Tundra. And it's 380 horsepower, about all 500 right, pounds right, of torque. Right. But it was perfect. Oh, no, I know what pulled it right out there, and I thought, right. perfect example, Toyota has exceeded Chevy and Dodge and everybody else overcharged. All right, let's get away from Toyotas. Let's get back to you know talking about the, what the platform is really about, this is, you know, solutions and talking about things. I mean, I, I did say tonight was story night, but I can see we're really getting away off here. We're talking about Toyota Tundras, you know. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's right around our face, you know. Yeah, well, American-made okay, stuff just so, doesn't exist anymore. Even the people aren't I, American-made I, anymore. It seems like. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay. Anyway, we know that because the quality of workers that are out there are, are, are look what you have. You have quality. Quality that's worth nothing. You go to Wendy's. You get a cheeseburger, it's garbage. You know, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's disgusting, and its <laughs> prices are outrageous. You know, so that's if a good thing. Open. What can we do? Time out. What can we do to help out the rising inflation? What can we do to stop the inflation that's out of control? Everybody reduce, agrees with me that prices. Reduce, Joe. Reduce corporate profits. Corporate profits have uh, contributed to inflation. Therefore, requiring the taxpayers to bear the brunt of the cost. Reduce corporate profits, you're saying? Reduce corporate profits. Yeah, absolutely. Corporations made a, a hell of a killing during COVID. Up until now, they made a hell of a killing. How do we do that? Well, you have to you have to put taxes on the corporations. Corporations have to pay their fair share of taxes. What's happening is the taxpayers. Warren, do you know how much that the taxes are paid by these businesses out there? Do you know how much they pay in taxes? The rich have breaks. Therefore, poor people like me, you, and Pianchi have to bear the brunt of the cost. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I think you definitely start with no bailout. If that business or that corporation is failing, if they have failed their own budget, if they have failed in every single way and they're losing money, it doesn't matter how they are. doesn't matter. No government subsidies. If they're going to fail, let them fail. If they've been mismanaged, then they deserve to go down. No more taxpayer-funded bailouts. I think that's but they have been one. given. they have been given handsome tax breaks. That happens. Uh, that's been happening under all the presidents, but they also got a handsome boost under Trump. Yes. And so it's exactly, the working exactly people. It's point. the working and people. It's the working people got a got a better run of that. Even with all of those deductions, they still fail. They still mismanage their money. They still fail as a business. Even with all those tax breaks, a bank? let them fail. How about when Put it's a banking system? The no, banking too. system fails, and they bail these guys out left and right. And it, to do what? They're just going to come back and fail again. And they're the ones handling the money. But, but check this out. But check this out, folks. <laughs> this, this is the same class of people that sent the jobs overseas. Now, check this yes. out. You get tax breaks by the government, and then you say to hell with the, with the American people, and you send the jobs mm-hmm. overseas. And then you have people defend that, well, an uh, 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 entrepreneurial company has the right to send their business where they want. Yeah, but they got taxpayers break. They got a break of paying taxes, and the taxpayers, the working class, had the better brunt of it, and then you kick the American workers in the butt by putting them out of work. This has been Perfect supported example. by all presidents and both parties because they are owned and controlled by this class of people. They give to their campaigns. Perfect example being Big Pharma outsourced out of America, every medication made somewhere else, brought back into America, paid for by us. Scandingly, it's astronomical the numbers that people spend on money for medication that they don't even really need, but yet it's outsourced. It's not even made in America, and we pay for it out the yin yang. And it, okay. we've got to How do we stop it? everything. How do we stop it? We have to bring it back home, just like the steel business, right near Cleveland, okay. Ohio. How do we steel do that? industry has completely How failed. They got to bring How the company. We're talking about steel. Time out. Time out. We're not talking about steel. We're talking about, we just were talking about medications and good stuff like that. Big pharma. How do we bring outsourced in America. I mean, look at everything. All of our food. Everything is outsourced. Well, let's stick to one for now, okay? Let's stick to one. Okay. We can't let's talk about everything at once. What? Okay, how do we convince them to make their drugs and their pills here in America? Well, you let them live here. If they want to live in America and under our freedom and our and our protection, build it here. Make it here. Okay. It's not. Okay. That's, you have to have some type of uh, benefit for them to be. I mean, I understand. If you as a business owner would want to have potential profits gained oh, where oh, we're giving you a tax break here then, in America. Huh? Well, not ah. a tax break, but you, what is the benefit <laughs> of you being in business in America for America? You just you know contradicted everything you just said. You just contradicted yourself. Not. No. No, I didn't. I didn't say give him tax Everybody, break. Uh, saying, anybody help me out here? Did he just not contradict himself? Am I wrong? I didn't say give him tax breaks. 
That's the worst thing. Because then it gives them the idea well, that they can fail and they'll get bailed out. Why are you giving them out? anything? Why are you giving them anything? Well, well if you don't, why should they get a break? Uh, I don't think any of them should get a break anything. They should pay tax. If you're going to send your stuff out of the country and outsource it and decide that that's what you want to do and chase after labor and pay it that way, then you should have to pay that country that they're building it in, making it in, shipping it over here, and maybe somebody in America will get involved in the shipping industry and have control of that where you just can't have everything shipped out of your country and expect the people in the country to live off what's being shipped back to them when they can do it themselves. People can – we are a self-sustaining country. It could be be overwhelmingly so if the regulations the government were like – well, Joe, uh, corporations hire corporations hire Americans. Don't forget that now. And you know, under Donald Trump, yeah. he put Joe corporations. Joe corporations looking for cheap labor. They don't want to pay mm-hmm. American workers living wages and benefits. So they try to get out of that obligation by looking for cheap labor and are sending their companies overseas. That's what yep. has been happening. And that's well, why America's gutted anti-union by that class. Too. Let me finish what I was about to say. Now, I hired iron workers. My iron workers made fifty, fifty-five dollars an hour. Some that's of them guaranteed. You an iron worker? Yes, sir. Out of seventeen, Cleveland. Well, we was out of three ninety-six, St. Louis. Well, you, there you now, go. So you know yourself that we don't pay no cheap wages. Now, here's the thing. I think the only ones higher are the electricians, I thought. Absolutely. And and people complain because we got what's called legacy hiring. Yes, because I was one, and I had a, and I, I had a steel erection company. I erected steel for – I started in Iowa when I was 19, and I started erecting steel after being in for about 25 years. And I read the high-rise office buildings, bridges, and so on and so on. And my grandson could walk right in there because he's legacy, me, his father, and yep. so on. But here's the thing. Yep. Donald Trump was elected. Corporate taxes were 36.9%. He lowered them down to 15%, 20%. Now, in Illinois, Granite City, Illinois, there was Granite City Steel. Granite City Steel was dormant for a while. And the town was suffering because the town provided what the employees there wanted. Trump lowered the tax rate, and he also imposed tariffs on Russian plate steel. So Mm -hmm. U.S. Steel opened up two units, rehired people, and things was doing very, very well. But as soon as Joe Biden got in there, as soon as Joe Biden got in, now you got a 1,000 people being laid off. And they close them yep. down the unit. That's the difference. Yes, it is. 100%. 100%. And something, well, not to say that the uh, unions are the answer, but the unions, I mean, there's a lot of corrupt stuff that goes on in the upper echelons of that, where you have a lot of, seems like a lot of our people that run for office are actually just trying to get into a political position. And that pisses me off more than anything. You know, your BAs or your, your guys are... When your stewards and your foremen are having problems with the BA because the BA doesn't address the problem... And once you just get into politics, that goes to show you that, that they've got a one, they got an agenda. It seems like the higher you get up in the, po- or the, uh, the levels of your business, 
They get involved. He's got to, somebody's got to hook in somebody from coming to politics. Let's get this guy in here and get him corrupted. So look at Hoffa. Look at the Teamsters. How the hell, okay, well, no, 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 nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. There's no. going to be corruption. There's going to be got to have it here. That like you said, that Pennsylvania's got the, some of the worst cities I've seen where the steel industry was there thriving, just like he said. And it dried up, and now you, you drive through Pitt, or, uh, like Wilkes-Barre or other parts of Pennsylvania, and it looks like a crater on the moon because the towns have dried up. The people that were doing coal or steel, whatever, that's just not there because we've outsourced it. You've got to bring that stuff back. And just like the anti-fracking bullshit. Listen, we're only on the spinning planet one time. We're not burning up this planet like people think we are. That's because these other assholes have an agenda to keep telling you climate change, climate change, climate change. Look how much Canada's on fire right now. We've got smoke in Cleveland and Akron where it looks like it's a, a fog. <clears throat> is it really? Is that what's going Dave, on with these people? Solutions, that, that, Dave. They're running solutions. the country. Solutions, Dave. Solutions. No, no, no. You know how much stuff comes out of a volcano when it erupts as opposed to a bunch of cities running and pumping out stuff through the air like that? I mean, you're talking a massive. It's not even comparable. Shit. Absolutely. And Volcano eruptions throw more sulfur cool. and aluminized particles that reflect the radiation of the sun back into yeah. outer space all the time. And if you don't relieve that pressure of that organic fuel that we call oil, it's going to come up someplace. It's erupting out of the bottom of the oceans all the time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and they, and they they want to stop that work. They don't want people drilling. They don't want people in. And Biden's whole opposition for what's going on in this country, I believe wholeheartedly, is because of the involvement in China. He's been in 50 years in politics and has had somebody get enough money in his pocket and brainwash him to think that he's got to take and send everything that's good here out to China, outsource it to China, where Trump had come in and kind of established bringing it back. You know, a lot of people mentioned COVID. They say, well, well nobody had any any of the medicine. Well, that's because all the medicine companies were, that were stateside actually moved out of the country. They went to Mexico. They went to the Philippines or wherever they produced that stuff at. And then big farmers doing the same thing, paying the, the people the cheap labor and the next round I think we're going to have a problem with are these rare earth minerals that are really stringent on everybody that's going to have electric. They want electric, electric, electric. Everything's got to be electric. But yet our grid doesn't even handle the electric. We need the infrastructure grid to be built up to handle what we have now. Because, I mean, my God, don't we have rolling blackouts in California? been going on for I don't know how many years. But that just randomly they just turn your shit off because it's too much of a draw. But yet they want everybody to drive an electric car. These people are going to have to dig up these uh, rare earth minerals, and I got the news for you. They don't want you fracking and doing it because they want to sell it to somebody else to come in from another country to do it. That's why the Chinese have bought up so much property. They don't think everything's a farmland they're buying up. Bullshit. We got a lot of rare earth minerals that make stuff for the lithium battery that we're dependent upon now. For your phones, everything that works, your lithium lights, it's huge. But, it's, but it's you know, one of, the, one of the main components – one of the main components of lithium value, one of the chemical ingredients, was coal ash, believe it yeah. or not. And they want to outsource all that work 
because they, they're in, he's been in bed with China. They got a hold of him. They make him do follow their rules, and it's just it's sickening to think what we got to do to get rid of these people and to get back to where you could just even sustain ourselves. If this country shut down, we put walls up all the way around it. There's not much we could do in the next 20 years. Closing thoughts, everybody. Closing thoughts. It's a nice podcast. All right. Let's go down the line here. 503, you're first. What was the question? (laughs) Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Tonight's show. Any thoughts you have? Um, Yeah, I still want to talk about that press release a little bit and work with you on that, uh, about your candidacy. Um, And then, as always, I'll promote my show, Lucid Libertarian with Lori Ann, Sunday nights here on Blog Talk, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, It'll be an open show format. And uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. All right. What night? What night are you? What night are you on again? Sunday night. Sunday night. Okay. Okay. I got, got it confused. Okay. All right. Well, we can talk about the press release a couple times. I mean, it sounds pretty good. I mean, it's good enough. I think. I mean, uh, everybody did. Everybody hear the press release? I think. I think. Yeah. I think everybody that was here was that year. I think a few new people. Uh, they did. Where's Sarge been? Anyone know where Sarge at? Is? He's been MIA. He's out recruiting. He's out recruiting. All right, uh, uh, is Joe from Montana back yet? Or no? I wanted to give him a closing thought. All right, um, John Doe's not here tonight either. All right, there's a few people that aren't on the board here tonight. So, uh, all right, Bianca, closing thoughts as always. Closing thoughts, take for you. The people talk about uh, the U.S. dollar is not going to be worth anything. As soon as the United States start manufacturing things that others need, like steam turbines like reactors that other countries are not making, they're going to have to buy those in U.S. dollars. GE is not going to sell you a steam turbine and you pay them in Nigerian Naira. No, you're going to pay them in U.S. dollars. Start back to manufacture stuff that people want because they don't have the capability to do so. They don't have the innovation. They don't have to have, they don't have the skill force. And uh, things will begin to change. Well, I like to end off by saying that uh, if you all aware that uh, Xi Jinping of China is a rock star, Benjamin Netanyahu is going to China to visit him. China has visited with the president of the Palestinian Authority. Uh, China is the manufacturing powerhouse of the planet, and all of the countries know it and they're not paying attention to the United States' attempt to get them all to go against China, including the European Union. So please pay attention to what's happening in the world. Don't listen to people who don't know what they're talking about. The financial class, the financial capitalists, have no intention of bringing uh, production back to the United States. The United States cannot compete, let me repeat, cannot compete against China and it's very much known about. Okay. Cave, uh, closing thoughts? Yeah, on that note, the fact of the matter is that we know we've lost a generation of kids to this cabal, this satanic, Luciferian cult that's running this country that's been behind the exact thing that he's just mentioned. We cannot sustain ourselves. We are 
second in education. We're no longer a leader just about in anything except being involved in foreign governments and starting wars. The complex, if you like to call it, the military to to impose democracy from a republic across the world, people are fed up with because it's been pushed down their throats where you have the same situation as in Ukraine where you had the Donbass area and Victoria Newland and those people set up, run shop, run amok, and ruin a country. They did it to Libya. They did it to Iraq. They did it in Germany. To all these leaders, they had one agenda, and it wasn't to murder, kill, and do anything except to get away from their banking system. So if you go against their narrative, they're coming after you. They're bringing the United States military, and they're going to do it through Israel. And, and that's what Russia and China is doing to get away from the toehold of the United States. They're really fighting for liberty from the United States. That's what they, And you're that's very exactly correct. Right. Your, your observation 100%. is very correct. Whenever you try to they get have, from under the control of the U.S. banking and financial system, that's when regime change comes. But I got news to tell you, Russia and China has put a stop to that. Yep. The ruble is strong, and it's not the American banking system. We have to remember this. This is coming out of Sweden. The only country that's been involved in every war on this planet funded both sides of it and still has a stranglehold with the Rothschild family, your, your black nobility, the, people, the, the ones that we're talking about. The bad people have control of the banking and the media, and that's how they are overtaking everything and anything that is in their way, and they're doing it with a Democratic-led regime of the American military, which is a republic in which the people need to stand up and say enough of this bullshit. The people in Russia, we don't dislike Russians or we don't dislike Chinese. We dislike their governments. Can you imagine what they think about ours when they see our planes, our boats, will make landfall everywhere in this world, and we don't do anything but fuck shit up. I hate to say it. And you know what? And you know what? Some of the elite are actually trying to tell the United States. They're saying no one the more you know one show without someone breaking the rules. Couldn't do it. We tried to try, but we right down to the end. Right, last. You know, uh, I, I, I didn't know. I just had to say. I just said there's right, no other way right. to call. It's gonna call it what it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a mess. Let me tell you about Russia and China. Russia nor China has the technology that the United States has. False. It was the United States that failed. That's a false statement. It was that's the United false. States that failed. That's, that's a false statement. That's an erroneous United statement. You left us don't like people. Can I say what I got to say? And I can Completely give you erroneous statement. It was, it was the United States, or should I say NASA, that saved Russia's International Space Station. Because it was it was just bonkers. Man, they made suits for their cosmonauts. Yeah, they had suits for their cosmonauts. They, they couldn't get back into the space castle because they had swelled so much. So the United States buys heavy lift rockets from Russia. I guarantee you, because Russia's good at that. But that's going to stop because you got these independent companies like SpaceX. Musk. 
and Elon Musk is doing the same thing. And China is, is so far behind. It'll take them another 50 years to catch up with the United States you're smoking, and that sort of technology. You're smoking some serious marijuana, my brother, some serious marijuana. The, 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 intelligence, the intelligence outfits <laughs> in our country and everywhere else for every country, those, that group of people that work directly with trying to be spies single-handedly try to steal more secrets from America because what we have done for so long as recruits the top brains, whether it is from China, from Russia. Well, look at Operation Paperclip. Russia but, and America man, both stole German scientists who invented the Saturn, the whole the NASA program. Is in, but that's German. Let's get it. That is a German born and bred system that was implemented because of World War II, Nazi doctors. I mean, your main man was a Nazi SS. Yeah, Von Braun. Von Braun. All, all those guys were Nazis. That's yeah, right. Von Braun. Were, what I want to so say is advanced. the biggest the biggest spies is the National Security Association Agency mm-hmm. and the FBI on Americans. So the American right. tech companies are spying on Americans. China, don't worry about China. Worry about your own government spying on you. The Patriots. You know, about that. a decade ago, like, Australia. Australia sent a contingent to Houston to start recruiting skilled tradespeople for their construction industry. They didn't go to China. They didn't go to Russia. They came to the United States, and they were hiring skilled tradespeople, especially in the five basic trades, actually six, carpentry, ironwork, sheet metal, pipe fitting, plumbing, and electrician. And they were paying them very well. Why? Because they didn't have that infrastructure in order to produce skilled tradespeople in their country. If people would look at post-World War II Germany and see what happened and what was destroyed over there, and then look at post-war or pre-World War One up to World War II, the infrastructure with their roads. We still in America can't build roads like they did over there with the Autobahns. They don't drive cars that are. That's why every engineered car that's German is a top-notch vehicle where it makes some of the stuff in America look like garbage because half the stuff that we drive around has to drive through roads, and that's one thing we think we would all have as, as an iron worker, I know, to put up such sophisticated buildings, but we can't even get to work without driving through a road that looks like it's an airstrike from Baghdad, and it's an ongoing process because here's another arm of the political group that controls that area. And it's an ongoing process to keep bleeding the working citizens, the working people, more money needed for funding the roads. If you funded roads like Germany did do it one time right, we wouldn't have potholes we could stand in and play hopscotch through or jump rope in, land, land the space shuttle in. It's, it's, it's insanity to think that all these countries have stolen from America. Now, and what's happening, we're seeing it right now. We're a generation out to get back to teaching the kids that are going to be the future tradesmen, politicians, whatever, to have the, at least the right state of mind, have some dignity and self-respect for everybody. That's not going to happen at least for a generation because they've damned them so bad. And we're going to suffer because if they, if they built a wall all the way around us and closed us up and said, hey, take care of yourselves, we could, but we don't have the 
the actual materials. We don't have the people now that they've done the down, made them fat. They don't do anything. They're lazy. They got their heads stuck inside a telephone. Their, their necks are stuck in one position at 90 degrees straight down. I don't know how they go walk into trees and walls all the time. That's you know another big problem in America. Turn off the you power. know another big problem. You got some population, ethnic group population, whose kids ain't educated. They can't read and they can't do math. Right. So what? So that's getting to be a national security issue. That's totally that's, ridiculous. That's what their plan was. That's part of their plan was to do that to get the, that's the generation I'm talking about. These kids are lost. They can't if they can't write their name in cursive writing. You're asking what cursive writing is. They can't tell you. We got a problem. But it's but let me let me see. The reason why the reason why it is a dumbing down of the population is so when the elites want to do things like manufacture yeah. consent for wars, you go along yeah. with the wars because you don't know anything else. You see the. You notice the constant wars that the United States have been in. It's like it, there's no moment of peace. It's always some sort of no. enemy that Americans got to be convinced they got to hate. And somebody right. is benefiting off of these wars and is not mm. the average American citizen. Nope. You're right. 100% uh, that's, right. Why, that's why you got to be dumbed down. That's why you got to be dumbed down so you don't challenge the, the lies you're told by the corporate elite about this guy is the enemy, that guy over there is your enemy, so we got to give more tax dollars to support this, that, and send weapons here, and then all of these weapons manufacturers, it's really a ripoff of taxpayers' dollars being siphoned into their pockets. 100%. Well, you know, here's another thing, too, about your defense contractors and your manufacturers like Boeing, Lockheed, and Northwood Drummond. They hire people. And those last three hire a about every black engineer in those areas that you could produce, they hire them, but you don't produce yeah. enough of them. That, that's for sure. But, the, the, you know, overall, if you look at it, you can't because you don't have the population in numbers, just the basic numbers. There's not that many people that can perform. I mean, however many white people there are in this country, there's an overabundance of them. And then those other people think, well, I hate to say that we're well, you know, trying to take over because it's a majority of the number. But, the, but the, like he just said, you can only have – if you got 10 question. people, no matter what color they are, if you got 10 people, two of them might, might be really, really intelligent. One might be a genius. I got a question. The rest of them are going to – that's what? I got a question for everybody, all right? Everybody can yell at uh-huh. once or whatever they want to do. But let me ask you a question. If somebody made an accusation – it doesn't pertain to me, but somebody I know. If somebody made an accusation towards somebody – Right, and and they live in another state. Just make, say it was the worst accusation possible you could think of, right? And with with no proof, just their word against yours. Do you think that's enough to have somebody arrested? Bullshit! No way! Absolutely not. And the person that does that accusing, if it's not brought forth by fact, by fact in court to do that. They should be locked up for the same offense. No, that I, I, that, 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 no, that's your opinion, though. I'm asking you what if you think there's I, enough you I mean, can't they, make, in the system today. Let, let me say this. Let me say this. What you're talking about, I had a friend of mine whose stepdaughter accused him of raping her. Okay? All right. This guy didn't ever take his shoes off around her, but she did this. Accusing him got him locked up, and he never – so it can. So it can happen. That was my question. Absolutely it can happen. Yes, it can. Ten years later, she admits 
admits she lied about it. You saw it happen with the same type of incidents with the soccer teams now where people were accusing people of rape. And just because of an accusation, they're locking people up. Same as a red flag. How could they do that with no proof? I don't. They should not be able to do that. You should have to. You can't How call can somebody. How can they lock call the police? Especially a charge of rape where there would be some sort of physical evidence, DNA. That's because you always thought the kids don't lie. The kids were innocent. That's what we've been no, doing in our no, heads forever. No, you got to yeah. have some you, sort the, of proof kids are innocent. DNA evidence. Hey, well, that's the majority of the time. You think the kids are innocent, but now it's a sick and evil, twisted world. Hey, no, I don't think like kids are innocent. Nobody thinks that. I don't think kids are innocent. Well, well you know, I, I don't think that. The majority well, who would of think them are. that? Well, listen. A you majority. got your neighbor behind you calling the police on you for what burning, right? They're they're uh, you had the summons you got for from the city, right? For for burning, right? Yeah, Joe? No, listen now. Well, there, there, well, this is happening to a friend of mine. I'm not saying who because I don't well, want to put him out I'm just saying here's I'm just trying you know? to give you an example. An example would be a red flag law where that same person that called on the the, the city about you burning can now not pick up the telephone, and if they don't like you, they can say that they heard you beating your kids. And it's the CD or whoever the child, uh, the children's. Oh, oh uh, God. I, I want to ask, I'm asking you about what has happened and what alone. has happened. Not what will happen. No, you know, not scenarios. I'm just trying to ask. Has anyone heard of any situation? have happened. They've got people happened. dying where people call on them and they say, hey, they have guns. Cops show up at their house to take them to jail. The guy comes down at 4, 5 in the morning, woke up. He's got so a gun happened. because somebody's banging so on the door. This has happened. This has happened. 100% so, happened. Red flag law murder. Look at it. You can do, right. make that okay. phone call. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get at. I want, you know, because people get out there and they start freaking flying off the handle with these stories, you know. I want to know yeah, if it's really happened. So you're telling me that your stepfather, you said, you're saying your your story, you're saying you had a relative. Oh, my, that a rel- my buddy. My buddy, your buddy stepfather now. to a girl, a young girl. And oh, at the God. age of like 12, so your she buddy's him stepfather. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. So your buddy's stepfather's daughter? No, he's the stepfather. Okay. His daughter. That's what I'm saying. Right? His, yeah, his stepdaughter, yes. His at the ripe age of 12 or 13. Yes. Hang on. Let me ask the question so I can get to the bottom he of it. took this. her iPhone away. All right. His, oh his stepdaughter made an accusation, she went to the police, and did, what evidence did she have? Her word. That's it. US, that's it. U.S. Marshals and people showed up. It took about a two-week process where she went to the school counselor and said that she was uh, touched and raped, and all stemming over him taking her iPhone away from her so she would do her homework. Okay, so Ten he years was later, guilty. Yep. Hang on. No, no he, was guilty, found, right? he was found guilty. Found guilty at first. At first? Yes, they locked him up. Yeah, they locked him up. So what no, happened? Absolutely, they locked him up. I don't understand it. How did he get out of it? How did he get his name clear? Yeah. Because she turned around and said he didn't do it 10 years later. 10 years later. 10 years. So wait a second. He was still in jail. Yes, he did. He wait. How many times did he You hear about this all the time. You know, some different people like sit in court or uh, they get accused of uh, murdering somebody and they're sitting in jail. How much time did he get sentenced to? I want to say it was 
14 years, I think. And he had to but do 10 years? He did 10, and she be, when she turned 18, she must something happened. I don't know if she found God or something, but oh, she came out. Yeah. And it, she, yeah. So, I mean, I'm you, trying you to get to the bottom of it. Wrongly accused people right. of committing murder or whatever sit in jail, and they just. There's a lot of people. That, there's a lot of well, accusations. It's not murder, though. It's not murder. You said he raped her. You said that that was rape. Yeah. Yeah, it was rape. But I'm talking about so people who are sitting on death row for murder. Oh. Say they're innocent. They, they are. They've oh been God. found to be innocent. I'm not about death row. I know. I'm talking about this specific case that you're talking about right now. Yeah. 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 He was. He was found. Jury. He was found guilty. Uh, he got sentenced to 14 yeah. years. Oh my God. He was yeah. sentenced to 14 yeah. years in jail, and after 10 years of serving his sentence, she he turned around and, she, and said, no, he didn't do it. He yeah, turned around said that, and said he and didn't he, do it, and, I and they said, let him go. This was probably about 10 years ago, and I said, I'll tell you what. Why is she charged with oh, something for lying I, uh, and having someone in prison like hey, that? I'm trying That's to insane. get to the facts here. Right. Okay. Yeah, you can lie to the you can lie to the cops. You can lie to somebody on the phone and say, Yeah, there's somebody down the street with a gun shooting at a house and you don't don't like them, the cops are gonna show up. I don't think so. You have to have proof. You gotta watch it. You gotta pick up pick up the news a little bit. You You just can't say something. Let me tell you something. I've been saying this for a long time since even when I first started talking to Mike and the big virus hoax. You are no longer under the United States of America your constitutional rights, everything you see is being snatched out from under you little by little. And you are no longer innocent until proven guilty. You are guilty until you prove that you're innocent in this system. That's a fact. Yeah, but it hasn't gone to that part yet where somebody can just make a yes, blanket it has. statement and yes, just it people up. It has gone that far. Yeah. Maybe not yeah, at if all. Somebody, if a little girl gets raped, there has to be DNA evidence. You just can't say I she got raped and there's no DNA evidence. Yeah, come on. You can't what do, do you that. T- Yo, yes, you can do that. What do, they do? what do you think they say if they, somebody wore a robe? You know, let me explain something to you about this. And this yeah, would you an investigation? This guy, I can see six, that right, this guy six foot seven. This guy's six foot seven. What's that guy? Three hundred pounds. Listen, six foot seven and three hundred pounds. And this girl at the time weighed no more than seventy-five pounds. What's we have a problem here with somebody not walking if she was raped. Is what I'm saying. Wouldn't there be some type of complete destruction of the anatomy of a young girl with someone like that? As a, Where was a, the mother a human at? Being that Where was the mother at? Well, see, there's that's had the other problem, too, because the mother's a kind of a – I like to call her a bar whore. And she does her thing, and she, her daughter was left. Her, her daughter gets mad because her dad's taking care of her – or actually her stepdad's taking care of her, and he's putting down what the laws of the house are, what how things have to be. You can't do this. You can't do that. She gets pissed oh, off. Boy. Mom's not at home because mom's at the bar. It's a bad situation all the way around. Yeah. All right. So it was a screwed up house. She's living in – all right. I see that. All right. I see the whole situation there. She right. Yeah, she gets mad yeah. and take her mm. iPhone. And kids, all, all right. This is like a totally today. different situation here with my, with my friends. So it has nothing to do with that anyway. But it has something to do with but that. But you something can make else that Where call. someone making accusations. Yeah, I know, but I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even believe that story you told me. So <laughs> you don't make sense. Well, I don't care you if you believe it or not. I said watching in sentence. court. I was in the courtroom watching. You can give a shit if you believe me or not. You don't have to believe. Yeah, but you don't do court. You. But hey, you don't do a ten. You don't do ten years off of fourteen years sentence. Listen, you'll do you'll do whatever your jury appears or what they feel that you're No, you don't. No, you don't. You you get parole. You, you, I don't care. Fifty percent. 
How many people are sitting in prison right now that are innocent? How many people in, in, are innocent that are in prison I right sat now? in there, and I know for a fact how much people pull off of a sentence. You don't pull, you don't pull for 10 years off a 14-year sentence. Let me tell you something. He, 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 four years he got pulled off, not 10. He served 10 of 14. Yeah, you don't – yes, you don't serve 10 off he of 14 pulled four years down off of Prison yeah. 14 is a very weird sentence for that. Well, I don't know whatever the hell they charged him. I can't, but here's the thing. It might, not, it might even have been a total of three years after he ended up going back into fourth or court because people couldn't figure out what the hell to do with a lying little girl. And now he's an adult. Doesn't Wait a second. What do you mean he went back to court shit. after three years? What do you mean? Did he do well, 10 years, years or not? The process took that long. You know, for him to get out of court, he just oh, don't, he, oh, he just don't oh, oh, he went to trial for three yeah. years. Okay, that that yeah, I it went on and on trying to get him out. Yeah, after he was in trying to get him out, uh, it, just, it was a complete. Yeah. Yeah, people just, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do you? What can you believe nowadays? I mean, I don't know anymore. You know, I just don't even. Like know Like I just anymore. said, you have to prove. You have to prove you're innocent. Until. That's it. You don't. You're not, well, you what the problem is too is people right. like to talk and they tell stories and they tell lies, you know. And everyone's yeah. like, you know, they tell these like. That's why I always back up my story. I'm like, yeah, you don't believe me. He's a bullshit yeah. about it, <laughs> you know. Well, so how many people have told me they didn't believe me? Which I understand. You know, it I sounds like, like a freaking bizarre story. Hey, what happens when you got video evidence of someone touching and uh, uh. Sniffing girls' hair. But you just you told me it was her word. You were even by her word. I'm not talking about. I'm That's talking about the president. Said. I'm talking about the president of the United States. Everybody in the country seen it happen. I'm talking about evidence. You got oh. somebody doing corrupt things. Videos yeah. don't mean anything just, today. Videos don't mean anything because you know what? Videos can be made up today. Than, that's that's proof to me. I would think <laughs> more so than somebody's what, video. What video? Yeah, video would be. So you believe in videos today? So you think if you see it on video, it's true. If I saw Joe Biden sniffing some girl's hair, or just like when uh, uh, Eva Mendez took his hand and shoved it away from him, yeah, that's a video. That's that's absolute, absolutely. No, but it can or be no videos. Videos today are altered and made up. You know that they, they can they, make a video of they you. Can sense, they can find that. Out, a girl that never happens. You know that. It's like a water spot, just like on a. It's, it has its marking. Videos. They can go through that and figure it out if it's been altered or not. They can do that. I can take your voice and make a whole conversation out of it, and it's not you. That's how much technology they have today. You know that? I mean, they were doing it to me on this podcast show. They were making my voice trying to call other people and everything. They were making, yeah, it was it was crazy. They got into my phone and changed my voicemail. All they have to do is hear have your words. Like here, you may say about two or three sentences, maybe a paragraph. But there's a video out this out that actually got Joe Biden. They take that and they do it with well, him. I don't he, care. Yeah, I don't care about Joe Biden. He said it's all, it's all stuff that's generated, but it looks like he's the one talking and saying it. And it's, but it's his voice from stuff he already said. And they just chop and clip it and however they put well, it together. Well, you know, shit. this is where I'm going to stick up for Biden and Obama. They attacked them ruthless, ruthlessly. And they did Trump, too. They, you know, I don't believe anything I see about them or anything, you know, because, you know, I mean, you know look, they Joe live Biden's in the limelight. Oh, they live in the limelight. You don't think Joe Biden's okay? a pedophile? I don't know, and I don't know. I've never seen him. I don't know. How about I don't this? Know. What, do you, what can you say about his daughter? How about his daughter's diary that was recovered? I don't know them. I've never met them in my life. Did he was taking showers with her at the age of 11 years old. Like that. My I God. Was, I mean, you're talking every time I talk. Listen, I don't know. I'm trying to answer your questions. 
I don't uh, listen. I don't know. I don't know these people. So how can I assume that they're child uh, perverts? I guess you. Well, when you see it on TV, with a sniffing oh, hair and over and over and over, he, he, the guy stands in front of you and tells you that the kids rubbed on his legs in the swimming pool to watch his hair grow. There's something wrong with that guy. But again, they don't get again, better. Again. That doesn't make it so, the videos. That doesn't make it so. People orchestrate those things and make them and splice them together and Listen, edit them. They, and, no, if you, you think know? all that's orchestrated, Joe, then yes. everything can be fixed. Why not? He's president of the United States. He's, he's getting attacked every which way. Do I think he's a bad president? Yes, I do. And do I think he's got mental think problems? Him. Yes, I do. I don't even think he's alive. I think he probably died a while back. And we got all right, here we are. Right now, I know Kennedy's going to pop up out of the grave too, right? And here comes Martin Luther King and everybody. No, I just think that Kennedy, this guy here has been popped up because he, they had a plan. They had a 50-year plan with this guy, and he ended up dying at some time, I think, I want to say about 2014 or 16. Oh, I don't buy that. Come on. And I know Washington, D.C. is on fire. If you, think they, fire can, if and, you think they can alter everything, if everything can Washington, be altered, <laughs> if everything can be altered, why can't that be? No, there's not kids, kids, okay, there's millions of children under Washington, D.C., the Getty Tunnels, tunnels. let's remember that no, one, right? Man. Yeah, okay, <laughs> come on. Remember well, when that was meeting? Wait remember a minute, what about the people that came Hang on, remember on Mike's videos there where, where, where uh, I was questioning that girl, and, and then that guy came on, he said he saw the Getty Tunnels and everything, and when, when we got down to the, I questioned him, and that by the time he got to the end of it, he was yelling at me, and then it, 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 it was all fake. You know, come on, man. He, 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 no, no Getty tunnels. Ain't no tunnels underneath there. Okay. No way with okay. Let's say they're not real. Let's say that's not real. Let's just say that's not real. Is Jeffrey Epstein a child molester and uh, part of a sex trafficking ring for human beings? He probably was. I never knew him personally. Why would you say that? Why do you think that? Because I, I could tell you. Because I'm trying to answer your question. Because of all the eyewitness testimony that has come forward and testified to it. That's why. Okay. So if now if you have law enforcement that takes in, what about somebody that takes somebody into custody at the airport that gets it off an airplane that has 10 undocumented children, no paperwork, tied to the Clinton? Again, directly, I'm not familiar with the case, so I don't know too much about well, it. Well, I'm but just I can saying, tell you, you know, you have not law trouble. enforcement says, you know, that guy in Polk County, I said Polk County in Florida, the guy that, that sheriff that was always doing his, uh, they arrest those people and they put it up there. All these guys are at Disneyland. Disneyland's a pedophilia uh, ring, apparently. So Disneyland, like, what, what, there's the tunnels, what are you saying? There's tunnels under Di- Disneyland of kids? Well, no, it's just the people that work there. They're arresting them left and right, and they're all pedophiles. They got child porn on their computers. They got, they're all it's robots. It's insane what's going on. They're all AI robots. Uh, Mickey Mouse, boom! How you is know, like, it you know, <laughs> Come on, man, we hey, gotta be I, careful I, here. I, you know, you start talking about people. this, this crazy stuff. You know, hell, hell! I, I, I heard the sounds of hell. I get the microphone ten feet in the ground, and I, and we heard things. Ah! You know, it was hell. You know, come on, man. You know, you're in space well, force, know, area fifty-two. I, I think the biggest problem we've got is. The border, southern border, number one for the drugs and that coming across. But I do believe that, that there's some serious, you know what sick I think? individuals 
sick no, I individuals. Think, I think if everybody shut the TV off and shut the radio off and just mind their own business and keep to themselves and take care of their neighbors and their friends and just did the yeah. right thing, guess what? How this stuff so what happens away. when? So what happens when I'm down in Texas and I'm talking to people that I know in Houston and they ask me if I knew about the children tree? I said, what are you talking about? The children's the tree. What? The you what? Seen that? The children's they tree? They call it the, the, tree, the, the, the children's tree or tree of children where these the smugglers are taking the money for they're taking these kids across, but as they're transporting, the coyotes are transporting from Mexico into America. They have them. I don't know how many days it takes them to do it, three or four days, something like that. But they, they rape and molest these kids. They take their clothes and they hang them in these trees so that the other smugglers and the, the other ones, they follow a path, a direct path. And what's the children's right tree? A sign or something? Well, I don't get it. It's like, no, it's the, the children's tree is they're taking the, the people are taking and hanging their articles of clothing that they rape these little kids with and hanging them on a tree. Like on a, tree? A, How many stuff can they possibly hang up on a tree? Well, does it make any difference if it's one of them? It's too goddamn many. No. You don't think that's real? And where's this tree? In the middle of the desert? <laughs> you know, well, what's this tree? Boy, I don't care. Why is it so hard Now you're denouncing. Now, <laughs> now I got do. a problem with this. Now I got a problem because are you denouncing that the child pedophilia rings are now going on and the trafficking? No, why don't they cut down this tree? Somebody cut it down then. If everybody knows about it. Why don't you know, they, why not, that's what I said. Tree. Why don't the landowners, why don't the ranch owners shoot the sons of bitches? Why don't Why the Texans people rise well, up and stop? The people coming across the border across their land trespassing. You're trespassing. Why aren't they shot? I don't know. Exactly. There you go. Why don't they? If somebody was cutting through my yard with kids, don't you think I'd stop it? Come on. You don't have to unless you're scared to death of the cartel. Unless you're scared of death of the cartel. No, they got an underground tunnel that goes under my house. Yeah, matter of fact, hang on, hang on, hang on. The cartel's stopping now. Hang on. He's coming through his hedge, peeking through the vent. Oh, you want a taco? Oh, hang on. Come on, man. It's all a bunch oh. of nonsense. Come on. <laughs> El Chapo. Hey, was El Chapo nonsense breaking out of prison? Uh, El Ch- yeah. El Chapo. Yep. El Chapio. Yeah, they caught him, too. He's he, that was bullshit. Huh? He, he didn't build that tunnel and escape prison? I don't know. I wasn't there. I can only tell you about things where I was at, you know. But anyway, well, it was a good conversation Texas. tonight. Anybody else want to jump in here real quick before we got ready to wrap it up? Anybody think anybody got they want to say because we're still live, actually, believe it or not. Is anybody out there? Hello. Is I, anybody I, no, out I, there? Hey, I, 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 how about this? Let's, no, let's play a uh, song here real quick. Make it chill out, huh? Chill out for me. Let's play a play song a, here. Play what, some uh, bad company. What, what's everybody like? What's everybody like? Let's play something bad like company. really good. Five finger here. death punch. No, I've played that one company. too many times over the years. Let's see here. I got I got a new one I uploaded here. Let's see, I got a new one here. Let's see. Uh, here it is right here. Here we go. We'll play this one here. Them. We'll play this one. It's only four minutes long. Here we go.
state of our war against the American people. We're mounting a sustained campaign to crack down on every American and every person of every faith and every nation and to bring them to justice. All missions are being executed according to plan, without warning or provocation. Americans are being swept up in an international dragnet. Thousands of FBI agents are on the trail of other citizens here and abroad. It has everything to do with hate and evil and murder and prejudice. America's strong. strong, strong. Federal agents, we are armed! Like every day, I watch it and listen and call them all suckers. They wanted me about a summer or whatever. Picture me buying the scam, I said never. You in tune to a hard truth, soldier spitting. I stay committed, give a fuck to die, I lose commission. It's all a part of fighting devil state mind control. And all about the battle for your body, mind, and soul. And now I'm hoping you don't close your mind so they shape you. Don't forget they made us slaves, gave us aid, and raped us. Another push season mean another war for profit. All in secret so the public never seek to stop it. The Illuminati, triple six, all connected. Stole a vote, stay control the race, and take elections. It's the skull and bones, Freemason kill committee. See the dragon getting shit. You're in every city. Who's the one with the most to gain? On 9-11, motherfuckers couldn't stand his name. Now even niggas waving flags like they lost their mind. Everybody got opinions, but don't know the time. Cause America's been took, it's plain to see. The oldest trick in the book is making enemy. A phony evil so the government can do its dirt. And take away your freedom, lock and load, beat and search. Ain't nothing changed, but more colored people locked in prison. These pigs still beat us, but it seems we forgetting. But I remember four September, how these devils do it. Fuck Giuliani, ask Diallo how he doing. We in the streets, holler jail to the feet. Follow fuck, waving flag, bring these dragons to their knees. Oil, blood, money, make these killers ride cold. Suspicious suicide, people dying, never told. It's all a part of playing God, so you think we need them. While being ash cross, take away your rights to freedom. Bear witness to the sick. Of these dictators. Hope you understand the time, brother, cause it's major. So now you asking why my 
my records always come the same. Keep it real, ain't no fillers, motherfucker blingin'. Mine eyes seen the glory of the coming of the beast. So every story, every word, I'm saying fuck peace. See, you could witness the Illuminati body count. Don't be surprised, these are devils that I'm talking about. You think a couple thousand lies mean shit to killers? Nigga, I swear to God, we the ones, ain't no villains. Or any other word, they think to demonize a country. Ain't no terror threat unless approval rating slumping. So I'ma say it for the record, we the ones that planned it. Ain't no other country took a part and had their hand in. Just a way to keep you scary so you think you need them. Praising Bush while that killer take away your freedom. How many of us got discovered but ignore the symptoms? Niggas talking loud but ain't nobody saying shit. And with the fourth amendment gone, eyes are on the first. That's why I'm spitting cyanide each and every verse. I see the Carlisle group and Harris Bank accounts. I see them plead the fifth each and every session now. And while Reichstag burns, see the public buy it. I see the profile and see the media's compliance. War's good for business, see the vicious make a savior. Hope you understand the time, brother, cause it's major. What Thanks for tuning in, those that did tune in, those who hung out through the whole show. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, 
I really wasn't expecting to have a conversation tonight with anybody. I was going to play documentaries all night. So uh, I had at one time I had like 15 people on my call board. <laughs> that was pretty good. 14, 15 people. So, all right. Well, good night, everybody. What's that? Oh, I said that, I said nice. That's good. Uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. you know, people are hopefully following you and, um, you know, and just scoping out blog talk to see what shows we're on and trying yeah, to get yeah. familiar with you. Yeah, one more time, one so more time, Lorian. Save, save it for the P.S. Stragglers that were in here that may not have got it. Save what? Save my what? Uh, let me pull <laughs> it back up. Save my sure. freedom. <laughs> yes, yeah, savemyfreedom.us. Go to savemyfreedom.us. You can sign up for free or have a paid subscription that has perks, whatever. But, um, you know, sign up for a free account and then post all kinds of articles and efforts and uh, Rumble podcasts, everything that has to do with Save My Freedom. Um, there's a section on the website talking about voting machines, um, a lot of stuff about Arizona and things like that. So um, definitely uh, definitely go to SaveMyFreedom.us. Save My Freedom Movement. That's what it's called, technically. Save My Freedom Movement. That's what it's called. And you guys got to go there, subscribe, okay? I did it. I'm doing it right now as we speak, actually. So, and then it's got uh, free, uh, sign up for the free one. I'm not paying no money here. <laughs> I'm trying to raise money. I can't pay money. You know, um, let's see here. Subscribe free I to free that. publication. That's what it says, right? It says recommended by the Save My Freedom movement. And who does this now? Who's in charge of this? Who's in charge um, of this website? It was Michelle. Oh, crap. I don't have it right in front of me at the moment. Uh, Michelle something with an Swinnick S. Swinnick or something? Um, but just go to that. Yeah. Swinnick or something. Um, I don't well, have it right in front of me I'm right now. SaveMyFreedom.us. I mean, everybody's got to get on the ball here, um, man. we got to get this thing down. I mean, here we go. I mean, Joe's not going to be happy. We can't get this up there, you know. Um, uh, to Save My Freedom Movement. There we go. I just posted on my Facebook. I'm going to post it on, uh, oh, let's see, it says other. What's the other mean? Oh, okay. Oh, let's you post it to uh, Twitter, too. All right, I posted it. Posting it now. So anybody follows me, I'll get it there. There we go. I, I did my due diligence, Joe. It's there. So I did what he asked. I did it. So I hopefully everybody else does it, too. All right, everybody. Good night. God bless the Republic. Uh, hey, we've got to be on the ball here, you know. It's, 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 it's going down. It's going down.